you, it's me, it's Bill, I'm Daniel. You're not going to do a robot voice? We're going to talk about various things. Target's party, where fell pop culture holes. Things we miss the first time around. Uh, see, now There's I got so many robots <laughs> in this room right now. <laughs> I am here to entertain you. That's why Peter Weller is. Is. <laughs> did Carl Winslow come in here? Oh, yeah. Someone has to have made that joke, right? Yeah. Where <laughs> he's just eating Twinkies, though, instead of the. Oh, that's funny. That's no, was, did Carl I get the wrong... was Carl Winslow actually a cop? Wasn't that the joke with that guy that he's played a cop and everything he's ever showed up in? Because he was a cop in Die Hard. I'm getting my Winslow. You've seen Die up. Hard, right? Which, which which guy's the sound effect one? Oh that's no! That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I always get my Wins Winslow. Is that Michael Winslow? Maybe. Uh, yeah, the guy from that's Spaceballs. That's who I meant it. That's the joke I meant to do, but I was wrong. Yes, Spaceballs. His most well-known film, not Police Academy. <laughs> It's been a lot. I supposedly Police Academy just came on Netflix too. That's unfortunate. So, um, that's I love the joke that Carl Winslow, the dad from Family Matters, who <laughs> get brutally executed, <laughs> turned into a robot. But then he still goes home at the end of every day and still has Family mm. Matters style hijinks with Urkel. Wants his sandwiches. <laughs> but like he's still doing the same stuff and making the same jokes, but they still overlay the Robocop like wah, 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 sound effects, whatever mm -hmm. he's like whenever he gets up to take a shit, it's like ka chunk, ka chunk, ka chunk. But he's still like, don't eat my donuts, Urkel. If you couldn't tell by Bill's mad ramblings, <laughs> this week we're talking about Robocop. This is gonna be a long episode. <laughs> this Robocop. Is, this is gonna be Paul Verhoeven. Oh, have uh, you seen Total uh, Recall or any other? Oh yes, I've seen Total Recall. Okay, I was hoping you didn't because that's kind of like the spiritual successor to this film too. It's, I mean, it's yeah. the next movie you made after this, and it's very similar in tone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, RoboCop, 1987, RoboCop, the real RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Not that anyone cares too much about that remake, so yeah. it's not like anyone was really a threat of being confused about but which Bill, RoboCop we're talking about. The but... remake came out, and I was not able to enjoy this because the remake destroyed the past. As remakes always oh, do. Oh, that's right. It erases the system back again. A new version of something came out, therefore you cannot enjoy the original. It is true. We had to go on the Mad Max Fury Road to find a scour a copy from the from the distant shadows of the past because all current copies of RoboCop have been destroyed by the mm -hmm. existence of the remake. That's um, how that works. But yeah, oh. actually, even looking up RoboCop on iTunes, if you look up like any kind of like modern thing, it's always the the original. Well, it's like Willy Wonka and the Charlie Chocolate Factory and the Charlie Factory. Charlie, <laughs> the Charlie and the Charlie 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 and the Charlie Factory. Well, like, we make Charlies here at the Charlie Factory. If you look at chocolate, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, you're it's always gonna be the real version with Gene Wilder that shows up before the fucking shitty ass fucking what's his face version, yeah. the fucking Tim Burton version. But had potential. What Willy Wonka? Yeah, they just. <laughs> crazy thing is I remember even as a kid people would be like man imagine if Tim Burton made a Willy Wonka movie how crazy that'd be and then he did it and it was poopy <laughs> I'm explicitly poopy even if people were like man if Danny Elfman wrote uh, Willy Wonka songs that'd be amazing I think he just that's one of the you worst know, parts of that movie yeah I think if he, they hadn't tried to make it so hip that's yeah that was the main problem Johnny Depp because the they weird creative the, decision like they, let's turn him into Michael Jackson that, I was alright with that <laughs> It followed the, follow the book a little bit better. That's the funny thing is that it's actually more. But who would you cast as Willy Wonka nowadays? That just means it's a shitty ass book today. Yeah, Peter Weller. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be all weird and mercurial. It'd be like Buckaroo Bonsai. <laughs> it didn't actually have the guys at the Chocolate Factory. 
Mm-hmm. Like he would like threaten to force them to dress like Oompa Loompas, but like it's uh, it's you know oh yeah we're not talking about Charlie and Chocolate Factory. <laughs> well, actually, I'm trying to think who legitimately I would man because you don't want to necessarily go for a Gene Wilder thing because he's already done that. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. I don't know. David Bowie, bring him back. Oh, bring David Bowie back from the dead. I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> it just turns into an Iron Cumberbatch. Well, you know, some people actually that would, but he's he's weird, but he's not like Faye and interesting enough. He also, doesn't have to be Faye. Gee, but it'd still be a musical with the person I have to sing. I don't know. That's when you get La La Land. Oh, cast. you know what? You know what, Bill? No What's matter that? how bad that remake was, it's not going to be as bad as the Tom and Jerry Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which just came out this weekend. Oh Like no. it's out now. I saw people are starting to review. It's already turning into the new food fight. Oh, that looks so <laughs> you know terrible. What? If you have not seen the trailer for it. <laughs> Please, please, I beseech you, we seek just, it out. Okay, so this is our 99th episode. We just decided on what we're doing on our 100th episode. This is me already altering that plan and saying, should we review <laughs> no. Tom and Jerry? I don't want to sit through that. I, from what everyone's saying, because it hews so closely to the original movie, it is really completely confu- confounding as to why they decided to make that. The only, thing, just... the only benefit they would have is if they took out Cheer Up Charlie from that movie. If they were like, we don't need that song I, in you, here. You would think so, because it doesn't move. That's one of the few songs that's not tied to the plot. Does this move the plot along you would you would take that out i think i've seen that song add, once and then fast forward every i time. always forget that so i've seen that movie a thousand times and i always forget I think the that only song line as i know is her leaning up the uh, against the the door and saying cheer up charlie and then he suddenly finds the and coin it's just and him yeah, exactly, walking yeah. through the streets there's no <laughs> fucking beautiful cinematography or any charm to it it's just oh him walking God. through the streets looking it's... but we're talking about robocop <laughs> And, and you know what? I could actually even have more. Char- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, we can talk, talk about, about Charlie the Chocolate Fact. Tune in next week for our all Charlie and the Chocolate <laughs> Factory. Exactly. What are you best to be talking about? One Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, just reminiscing about the whole Charlie and the Chocolate Factory experience of mm-hmm. the book, the movies, and but just what? like some of the candy in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, <sighs> some of the people inside in this movie are filled with cherry cordials. Well, technically, everyone's been filled with cherry cold girls. This movie just pokes holes in people, mm-hmm. so it all leaks out. In the best, man, some of the best all-time movie squibs are in this movie. Yeah. For a movie that's not even necessarily, like, a gore fest. Like, yeah. for a movie that's not a horror movie, this movie probably has the best, like, yeah, blood effects and squibs. Which is funny, because there's only a couple people what that get killed like that in squibs? the movie. Like, <sighs> squibs now suck. There's, they've, anyone barely even uses squibs. Uh, have you yeah. ever heard of the TV show Preacher? Yeah. Um, I just happened to catch a couple of episodes for the first time a couple days ago, and I heard people talk about how what a gory show it is for like a cable TV show. Mm-hmm. I was super bummed to see that all whenever someone gets shot, it's just After Effects CGI mm-hmm. blood, and it's weird because they don't even put squibs on someone so like their clothes blow out when they get shot. It's just an After Effects just blood squirts out and randomly fades away. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because people will get shot multiple times and you can see it. It's, it's the exact same a- a- After Effects animation. Nah. The same squirt of blood coming out and then fading away. And the, the the blood doesn't interact with the lighting in a way that makes it look like it's... A, it's it just... Oh, man. It looks, it looks photoshopped and it's terrible. And that's mm-hmm. what happened to Squibs. Welcome to cable television shows. <sighs> yeah. And that, well, I mean, that's the nature of so many special effects. It's just everything got replaced with CGI. And it's it's, it's terrible because... I could see why CGI replaced a lot of puppets and stuff like that because, yeah. you know, CGI, you can actually have creatures that move and they're not just going to be... You don't have to worry about just framing it so you're cutting out of the puppeteers. There's no reason for squibs to go away because squibs are so good and so visceral and that's something that CGI is not necessarily... 
well, re- that and fully replaced in a way that's and really the convincing. The person who's getting shot in the movie knows when they get hit because it plops. Ah, yeah, and they, they can feel actually the explosion, really, and the blood soaks into the clothes in yeah. a realistic way. That like it's just a big thing, but. Yeah, this is this is such a great practical effects film, which is mm. funny because it like I said, there's not necessarily a ton of that aside from the RoboCop suit suit itself being a walking practical effect. But yeah, no, there's actually there's plenty. Of I it. mean, there's some crummy effects in this movie well, too. Yeah, and then, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> the last special effect in yeah, this movie, we'll talk terrible. about it. Don't you worry, sir. Oh man, I just Don't watched Total worry. Recall the other night too. Man, those puppets at the end when they're choking in the air. <laughs> 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 you just don't see that. Yeah, even if you did that same effect with the CGI. It would just be... There's something about the physicality even, of that being an actual know, even object. Even when I was very young and I saw that movie. I was yeah. way too young to have seen that movie. But even even when I was very young... Oh, man, we are not staying on topic today. But even when I was very young and Arnold's all... <laughs> and his eyeballs are popping out and all the air comes boosh back yeah. onto the planet. And he just... <laughs> and his eyeballs get sucked back into his head and he's fine. I'm like, no, he would be... He'd be fucked up. He'd be fertile. Like, I love the idea that, like... It's it like would technically so, be better, but their eyes are yeah. still like at least halfway out of the. So him and the skull. girl stand up. It cuts the credits, and he just turns to her. Probably this is how I'm gonna imagine having. He turns to her and goes, because <laughs> he's just brain damaged now from the lack of oxygen. And his eyes are half bugged out of his skull. One of them like, just falls their head. Yeah, one of them just falls out of his socket. Uh, and he died. They've essentially turned into the goofy gremlin from Gremlins Two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's yeah. all like his eyes are rolling in different directions and shit like that. But about Robocop. But anyway, the movie starts Robocop. How, wait, how did you not never see Robocop before? Because especially uh, if you grew up with Total Recall, you think you would have seen Robocop by now. I don't know. Okay, there's no, I okay. have no idea. I don't know if there I was some it. kind of big story or something like that. Your parents no, I don't, were both police officers and then, then I never don't let you think see this. this like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think this got played on TV in any form, really. Because no. we didn't have cable. Well, man, you see... <laughs> The, the, for some reason, they were showing RoboCop on a bunch on cable this week, and I got mm-hmm. to see the, the cable version before I rewatched the, the, the... We watched the director's cut, which is an, a minute longer than the yeah. theatrical version. But they have to cut so much violence and even just swearing out of the movie that the movie's nearly incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like well, it's like watching Pulp Fiction, where they have to cut so much stuff out. You kind of wonder why you're even bothering to watch it, because it's... Here comes another tangent. Yeah? Have you ever seen the cable version of Showgirls? No. They CG animate bikinis on all the girls. It <laughs> looks I would assume terrible. that's got to be a lot of shit. I've never seen the film before, but knowing that it's called Showgirls and it's about yeah. naked ladies. Well, there's a lot that's of That's got to be like half of the film. Topless yeah. ladies with really bad looking tops on. Oh my God, I can it's imagine. Silly. Which that's funny because that's another Paul Verhoeven movie. But yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Robocop. But anyway, it starts with Robocop. Robocop. No dun, dun, dun. No it's great. Time well, actually, telling you how to speaking get to the of title. CGI, it's like a big CGI title with like, and it turns into static and it flies in. Mm-hmm. Movie starts off just like, well, we're already right there, Robocop. It lets you know it's a weird movie because uh, there's a newscast and they're talking about how shitty everything is. I do like how this movie leans on the newscast to kind of like give exposition and also do world building at the yeah. same time. It's show the how media fucked break. up this world is. Yeah. Give them three minutes, they'll give you the world. Um, I guess there was originally in the original script, uh, one of the news interstitials mentioned that uh, Sylvester Stallone had just died at the age of 97 from a failed brain transplant. Hmm. <laughs> Which people pointed out that would mean that Robocop takes place in the year 2043 mm. if you do the math with Sylvester Stallone's age. So just throwing that out there. Hmm. If you're ever trying to figure out when this is supposed, movie's supposed to I take place, this had a date. Nothing. They never say explicitly in the film anywhere. In uh, fact, okay. actually, while rewatching it, 
whenever anyone's like criminal records get pulled up, I was looking to see if there's any dates attached to any of them, like if there's any birthdays or anything mm. like that. But no, they are specifically. Oh, that's good. And it's supposed to just take place in the near future. Yeah. I always, I always assume this is supposed to take place in like like 1999 or something. Yeah, that's like that. a, that's a, the exact date I have in my head. Maybe it's because yeah. that's when Demolition Man starts. Well, also this. Oh yeah. Oh man, Demolition. <laughs> We're talking about every movie in the world except for Robocop, which stupid because Robocop's great. But especially, well, this is still a world where there's CRTs and things yeah. like that. 1999 is kind of the last possible date this movie can kind of take place with this like level of technology and mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, anyway, but yeah. And then the, the, the news talks, then there's an advertisement for surgery. Oh, the Family then, Heart Center, yeah. yeah. And then back to the news. Well, that's you know like the world building, like I said, yeah. So they 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 talk about how the OCP bought the cops, and they run the cops now. They're uh, what are they, just a private practice security firm, or what are they exactly? I don't remember. That seems to be even like, though I watched this an hour ago. Um, well, they never really explicitly state. Just OCP is its own corporation, yeah. And somehow they will. I I guess they've bought a contract from the government to run the local police department. Yeah. It's essentially privatized government stuff which for a lot of detroit a lot of people are arguing for these days like yeah. there a lot of republicans are saying hey if we just had let businesses run the stuff the government does things would go a lot better Yo, yeah i meant to say before we started but i was like eh, we'll see i was gonna be let i was gonna political say stuff, let's yeah. try to not include any political stuff well no this, just but the, it's, yeah but this is this is kind of funny because it's actually something it's gonna be really easy to do with this movie <laughs> yeah well <laughs> Because this movie's like kind of crazy fascist, but it's also kind of weirdly lefty fascist. Yeah. But it's, yeah, but, it's yeah. a weird comment. But yeah, this is we're not specifically going after right wingers or something. But it is funny that this is becoming more of a hot topic these days. Yeah. These days, the idea of privatizing government mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah. But anyway, they bought and run the cops now. Some some cops died, and he gives this guy comes on the TV. He's obviously not evil at all. It's the bad guy from Total Recall. That's all yeah. you need to know. Dick Jones. Yeah, Dick His Jones. Name is Dick Jones for Christ's mm-hmm. sake. Yeah. He uh he talks about it. It turns out Red Foreman's the one who killed the the cops. Everyone makes that joke and I've never seen that 70s show. So It's I, not really a joke. It's just it's it's just you saying all, I know, you I always know. do that. But what well, you know <laughs> I've I've seen commercials for the 70s show and I get freaked out cuz I'm like, "Oh my god, it's Clarence Boddicker. Who mm-hmm. would hire this guy to be like anyone's I mean, I guess the idea he's supposed to be a pretty threatening dad on that show, yeah. right? Is he playing the main character's dad? Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe he was the hot redhead lady's dad and so he was like no. being threatened. Cuz no. he treats his son like shit in that show, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Which I guess that is good casting. He's a good yeah. character in that show. Yeah, he's one of the highlights of it. <laughs> yeah, okay. The parents are kind of the highlights. I've heard good things about that show. Yeah, it, Aside was, it was good first time. Demi it was Moore's much husband. better than that 80s show that they tried to do. For a week and a half. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Jesus. Uh, I do like... Well, after <clears throat> Dick Jones does his little thing where he's talking about, yeah, we bought the cops, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It cuts back to uh, the newscaster talking about how that cop who has been shot by cop killer Clarence Boddicker, and that's how they established the whole Clarence Boddicker thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, he's in the hospital now. Good luck, Frank! And he does this little fist pump thing mm-hmm. in solidarity for the cop that Clarence Boddicker is just uh, yeah. and shot is, up. Wait, is that... Uh, I know it's one of them. Is that... Because there were two blonde ladies on Entertainment Tonight. Is that Mary Hart or the other one? It's Lisa Gibbons, I Lisa think? Lisa Gibbons. That yeah, yeah, it's funny because, like, she was... I think she was part of, like, Entertainment Tonight. Like, while yeah, the she show... she was on Entertainment Tonight. I mean, I'm assuming oh, that's you mean why they got her. Happening. But, oh. yeah, I, maybe she was on vacations. Well, I, granted, they could have filmed all She's her scenes in a She's been alive a long day. time in this movie. <sighs> She's been alive? 
Well, I'm saying if that's Lisa Givens. Oh, that's a good point. She was on Entertainment Tonight <laughs> back when that was. You saying that's thing. actually? Did she and actually still come on Lisa saying? Gibbons. Did she say she's Lisa no, Givens? No, I'm in just, the movie? I'm just assuming. I mean, you never I know. She could have been cryogenically frozen in the world. Night. She actually got into the Demolition Man <laughs> cryo tanks, and she's gonna wake up right in time for the Taco Bell Wars. I would like to know. Of tangent. Yeah. I would like to know what exactly the last episode I ever saw of Entertainment Tonight was. That'd be an interesting thing to go back is and it, look at and it, see which one the last episode you were. It's still on, right? I have no idea. So every day is a chance for your last yeah. <laughs> it's time to watch it. But like, what was happening on well, my last entertainment in the tonight? of the internet, who needs a TV they show to really say, don't. hey, here's what happened this week? Yeah. Or even daily, because that was a daily TV Celebrity show. Celebrity birthdays today. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, who needs? It's like... like Stevie and, Wonder, 56 years old. Entertainment Weekly just kind of turned into Facebook. Yeah. Like, for, like, like celebrity news for old people. Mm-hmm. Um, although I do remember as a kid, like, they were like, we have the first exclusive footage from Back to the Future 2, and I'd watch it just for shit like yeah. that. But, like, um, yeah, Mary Hart. She had her legs insured. For, like, a million dollars. What are we doing, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> people, I, I'm sure there are people who are listening to this episode specifically Did for Robocop. Did they get high on helium before they record this episode uh, well specifically for robocop and we're like oh no 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 we're gonna talk about entertainment tonight for half an hour and we've only gone through the first five <laughs> minutes of the fake news report yeah anyway anyway good luck red foreman dude it they're out looking for him yeah and there's some guy named murphy he's transferring from metro south into the shithole of old detroit i have no idea how such a goody two-shoes like him got transferred to such a shitty downtown precinct i mean he's he they, you, they never say he's a goody two-shoes he's just he affable. just acts like and also also just me yeah, maybe because if you've seen Buckaroo maybe he's Bonsai, a, he just you know what he could be a crooked as fuck cop we don't know maybe that's why he <laughs> got transferred he gets murdered he's only there for five minutes before they say hey, oh, hey go chase that cop killer and he gets murdered that's yeah. a good point we never really get to see you don't know he could be the the dirtiest cop on the whole force. <sighs> his son is the devil we see later on yeah, in the that's film. true <laughs> Oh, um, there's some shots of a locker room with people bitching about what a hell this is. This does. I've never seen Starship Troopers, but I've seen bits and pieces. Isn't you've seen Star Trek, Starship no. Troopers? I think it's Starship Troopers that has mixed gender yeah. service. Yeah, uh, I like how in the they never make a thing of it, but like you see that it's mixed gender uh, locker rooms for mm-hmm. the cops. Like some uh, dude ass, some girl titties. That's, that's kind of nice to see. Yeah, there was a lady putting a uh, bulletproof vest on right on top of her boobies. I'm like, girl, put on an undershirt. That can't be comfortable. <laughs> Just even when he gets sweaty, it's not. Yeah. it's not gonna absorb the sweat. It's hot and summery, and it's yeah, Detroit, tank, Michigan. It's gonna be nasty. Something, come on. Just yeah, just your nipples oh. are gonna chafe in the oh, very least. Oh, chafing! Yeah, no. what if she's lactating? It just becomes an extra mess. And women always lactate, even when they don't have babies. Well, they get excited. The milk tubes. That's tubes how get that works. Explode. Are you a, a Japanese man who writes? Fucking perverted bangas? Because that's the milk what they intestines. Take. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, locker room. When the rooms. robots die an alien, it's because they're technically they're female and the milk comes out. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, they're pitching about what the hell this is and how maybe they should go on strike against the OCP. But people, are, uh, the chief comes in, he's like, we're cops. No strikes. Mm-hmm. And he also takes, one of the guys was on life support, but he takes that guy's name off the locker. He oh, we now. find out that Frank is dead. The yeah. cop mentioned at the beginning, yeah. Yeah. So that guy dead. Uh, we're cops. We don't strike. I do burr, like burr, the police burr. sergeant. I mean, he doesn't get much for characterization, but he's just kind of black guy with a big mustache. and he's just Your I typical like 80s mustached black cop chief. <laughs> another tangent there's a new cop show coming out uh-huh. the police sergeant and the cop have you've seen 
uh, Last Action Hero, yeah. right? The police sergeant in this new cop show is the police sergeant from Last Action Hero, the Hershey Highway guy. The gentle giant from Shorts, or not Shorts. Uh, short Circuit? No, not Short Circuit. Uh, oh, the name just fell out of <gasps> my head. Is that that guy? That's right, that's the from Batteries Not Included. Batteries Not Included, yeah. Did you just tell me that recently? Because like, I found out, I can't remember. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bill just lost his mind. I think he just had an aneurysm. I saw batteries not included in the theater. I don't think day was the shit. Hell anyway, yeah. yeah. Which is funny, because that's also 1987. Jessica so. Tandy. And Hume Cronin present. Mm-hmm. Their <laughs> diner. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Bill. We gotta talk about stuff. <laughs> um, oh, I, I skipped over a little bit. Uh, I, aesthetically, in this movie, I like this movie's goofy mix of rundown city streets and brutal-looking fascist 80s architecture comprised of uh, a lot of awful futuristic poured concrete buildings in Dallas and some matte paintings. Mm. I just wanted establishing the look of the city is kind of interesting mm. because, like, you do have the shitty rundown urban areas mixed with, like, the, like, poured concrete gleaming downtown Dallas bullshit. Because the movie's supposed to take place in Detroit, but they filmed it in Dallas specifically because it had a mm. re- relatively futuristic skyline. Okay. And so, I just kind of like, this, I love how this movie looks like what the 80s thought the future would look like mm-hmm. so hard. Yeah. It's great. This is, oh my god. Anyway, but go ahead. Murphy goes back to the lobby. He sees some cops trying to restrain a guy. A lady punches him in the face a bunch to show you she's tough and she don't take no cuff oh, from right. nobody. I forgot how she gets reduced. It's Lewis. Lewis. It's Murphy's no partner. Played by Nancy Allen. She was um, in a bunch of horror movies in the 80s and stuff like mm-hmm. that. She's actually one of my favorite characters in the movie. Wow. Yeah, this way she doesn't do anything much other than Considering just... there's only like three likable characters in the movie, that's not that tough. And there's only like four characters in the movie total. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they yeah. drive out. Boom, boom. Let's go find some crime. Let me note that the uh, police sergeant's badge before we skip this part, uh, is it just a normal police badge with some random sheep's drawn over the uh, precinct number in Sharpie. Oh, You can see nice. that HD, because, like, when he's coming in and when he's telling like, we're cops, we don't go on strike. If you look at his badge, yeah, somebody, like, it's almost like a child did it. Just, like, nice. drew random futuristic shapes on his police badge in Sharpie. Awesome. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. But, yeah, I know this, but there's a, yeah. I'm surprised there isn't a lot of holographic stickers in this movie. You know what? They probably would have thought of that if they had some more time. To, yeah, because you'd think it would all be, yeah. Mm. Uh, some guys are riding up an elevator at OCP. They're doing some business talk. The talking about us. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know the black guy's name. And then Bob. Bob Morton. Morton. Bob Do you know Morton. Miguel Ferrer? Yeah, playing but this? I can't remember what I've seen him in. He is the son of, not Rue McClanahan. Perfect. The fat lady from White Christmas. Fat lady from White Christmas. Uh, Rosemary Clooney. Ah. She's he's the son. Of, do you not care about Rosemary Clooney? No. I just, and also, yeah. it was. It, but I was very impressed with the fat lady in in White Christmas. <laughs> how light she was on her feet. Did we tell, did we do an episode about White Christmas? No, I've seen White Christmas. I, no, 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 but so it's, it's funny because I grew up knowing Rosemary Clooney as this big bone singer. Mm. It's funny to go back and watch right White Christmas and she's quote unquote normal. Says the fat guy. I can say this because I'm a fat guy. I'm allowed. But anyway, but like she's yes, yeah, he's the son of her, and he also shows up as the Excelsior captain in Star Trek Three for ten seconds. Miguel Ferrer, I think he just died this past spring or mm. recently. So it's interesting that we're talking about uh, RoboCop. I really, he was really good in RoboCop. Because uh, yeah. he's technically playing a really shit heel slime ball of a character in this movie, but he's still kind of sympathetic enough that when he dies, you're a little bummed out. Ah, if you've seen this movie much, at least from my perspective. Yeah, um, I'm going to disagree with you on that one, sir. Uh, but yeah, his best friend is this black guy who eats baby food. 
Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I his black buddy in this movie cracks me up. I don't. They're so, he's, he's such a weirdo, but yeah. But yeah, they're just giving exposition about stuff that's going on at the company. He died in January. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, they're giving up some exposition about Ed Two O Nine's not ready or some garbage, and now mm. they're in a board meeting. Well, because like so, Bob, like Bob Morton, he's got his own secret project going on at the OCP. And there's Dick Jones, the second in command at the company. He's mm-hmm. got his own. Yeah, he's he's gonna unveil the Ed Two Hundred Nine project, and what's that yeah. mean? And oh, that's right, because they're taking the elevator up to this meeting. Yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah. In six months, uh, so the meeting starts in six months. They're gonna be in construction of Delta City. Old Detroit is a cancer that's gotta be cut out before everybody before they start building, and everybody's like. Yeah, the old man is there, right? The 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 yeah. founder of the company. Yeah, old man. Which um, have you ever seen Halloween three, season of the witch? No, he's the bad guy in that. Mm. Have you ever seen the last Starfighter? No. Damn, he is the alien co uh, co pilot in that movie that looks like a uh, talking turd. Oh, good. <laughs> he's an old Irish guy, but anyway, but yeah, he's he's the they only refer to him as the old man, but he's the head of the company. But yeah, he's so they need too. a cop who never sleeps, who does not eat all the donuts. It never gets tired. So here's Ed 209. There's a point where they throw a robot donut at Ed 209. <laughs> they make a point like, huh? She wasn't even tempted. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so they want to show what Ed 209 can do. So, oh, that's the third guy in the elevator. It was Mr. Kenny. <laughs> or Mr. Kenny. wonder what could happen if he's got a bright future in this film, I think. <laughs> so, Mr. Kenny, you can help. Here. It, it, you're the whitest dude in the whole room. So if you can get this police officer to react to you, it'll react to anybody. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, <laughs> I like the idea. Yeah, you're the richest, whitest, youngest guy in this. You're the most unarrestable person in this room. <laughs> if he takes you down, he'll take down anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, here, give take this giant ass fucking gun. I will load it with live ammunition, and you point it in a threatening manner. So do they always have a loaded Desert Eagle in a case in this boardroom? Yes, like, they, they do. Because they still have one later in the yes, film. Yes, they do. Months later. Yes. <laughs> it's the ceremonial Desert Eagle. Yeah. yeah. Chrome plated, no less. So he's like, don't point at me, point at the robot. And he points at Ed 209. And he's like, put your weapon down. You have 20 seconds to comply. I love the voice of Ed, so Ed he, TV. He, Ed TV? Matthew McConaughey's face flickers yeah. on the TV screen Ed 209's face. <laughs> hey, how about you put down that donut? Put your weapon down. <laughs> you got 20 seconds to all comply. All right, all right, all right. He puts the gun down. You now have 15 seconds to comply. <laughs> Good job, Bill. Now, now for the rest of this episode, and 209 is going to be fucking a surfer I, dude. I love the image of... It's Matthew McConaughey shaking his head said he... Hey, uh, hey, I gotta uh, get you. Gotta comply. <laughs> oh, oopsie doodle. It still thinks he has the gun. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? People start to panic. Keeps counting down. And then every squib ever gets exploded this... on Mr. Kenny's body. I'm surprised if you, uh, if you as Ed back... 209 roars like a dinosaur. <laughs> this is the part of the movie you realize well, how stupid this movie is going to be because yeah. you got a robot making monster sounds. Well, like a cougar sounds, and later he falls down, he squeals like a pig. Yeah. And why would you program a robot with zoo sounds? So, so Bill. Oh my god! It's like people it's, always say this is like what is it? not parody's not the right word satire? social commentary yeah. or something. Is it or is this an earnest? Well, movie? it's not commenting on anything other than just saying, "Hey, isn't everybody just kind of stupid?" Yes, <laughs> there's yeah. no real particular bent to this movie politically. It seems mm-hmm. it's just like it's just a heightened reality where everything is stupid. I th- I feel like they made this movie. They were like, "What's Paul, good? Paul Verhoeven was like." 
Man, we got a warehouse full of squibs. How can we get rid of that? We have a surplus of squibs. <laughs> we have 500 gallons of fake blood that's about to go, by, go bad at the end of the month. What are we going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Which is funny because, like, you only see there's only a couple bloody parts of this movie, but when it gets bloody, it gets ridiculously bloody. Yeah. I, you know, I, if you go back and freeze frame this guy right before he gets shot, I would imagine that he's almost like Homer Simpson shaped because he's got so many, like, one liter bottles of he blood looks, taped he looks to his like the, body. He looks like the, the guy in the story of Riccio who gets yeah. shot with the ballooning. <laughs> Thing. He's all just lumpy. He's look like he looks like he's drawn like a five year old child because he's got so many lumps and like yeah. If you ever want us to talk about the story of Riccio, <sighs> get more people to listen to us, and then we'll do special episodes about the story of Riccio. Oh uh, well, yeah, no, that movie. I still have a copy of that on VHS somewhere mm, around here. That's <sighs> oh, man, just the... <laughs> he sews his tendons back together. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this guy. He's got guts. <sighs> Okay, so, so Mr. Gets shot Mr. Kenny, he gets shot for five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's great. It's really, the squibs are great. Actually, it's funny in, in watching it in HD. You can see he's got, like, one huge squib on his chest that just... It's not just, like, a squib, like a pinpoint. It's, like, like a like a microwave oven mm. hole in his chest just yeah. from, like, whatever giant squib exploded out from beneath his shirt. And it's great. So they, yeah. fi- they finally yank the cords out, and Ed 209 shuts down. And, uh, guys... You probably shouldn't have loaded the prototype robot up with live ammunition in the middle of a boardroom, huh? You can so assume that Dick Jones, he's an asshole. He just didn't... He's just too... He's too filled with his own oats. He wasn't thinking about stuff too much, or he just didn't... Or just blanks. How about blanks? (laughs) How about blanks? But I remember I saw this for the first time right after it came out on home video, and I laughed so fucking hard at that scene. I had to have been 12. This came out in 1987. I think, I so. think 12 is the, like, 12, is the ideal time to yeah, see Yeah, when movie. you just got, like, when you could see the uh, girls in the, uh, I do that for a dollar shit, and you go, mm, boner, but that's also funny. Mm, okay. <laughs> actually, no boner. That, no. There's no boner parts of this movie, actually. Not really, no. But yeah, Unless no. Unless you get a boner from squibs. God. <laughs> then you got psychological issues. Well, yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, also, like, I laughed my ass off at this. And I remember my dad, especially laughing his ass off at the line following this, where one of the guys shouts out for a paramedic. Yeah. <laughs> Someone get a paramedic! I specifically... My dad chuckled when the guy got shot. When the guy calls out for the paramedic, I remember my dad just fucking dying laughing at mm. that. But, yeah. So, the old, oh. the old man is none too pleased with this. Well, this is great, because, like, everyone else is kind of freaking out, but Dick Jones and the old man are just kind of, like, mildly put out by this. Like, there's no, like... Oh, I'm sure they've yeah. seen worse. Yeah, the old man's just like, was that a glitch? <laughs> or something yeah. like that, yeah. It's... So, oh old man God. starts to leave, and then uh, uh, Bob runs up and is like, hey, we're working on RoboCop, how about a RoboCop? You like RoboCop? We got RoboCop! <laughs> RoboCop, RoboCop, RoboCop! He's like, I want a presentation in 20 minutes. And yeah. Sweet! He's so Bob's very excited. Do we actually get to see him give the? We don't get to see him give, give the pres, presentation, no. but he does say something about how we just need a volunteer for the Robocop well, program. Him and the 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 black guy are get on the elevator and. Oh, they're, that's they're what leaving. it is. Yeah. Oh, they're and, getting they're going to get ready to give the presentation. Yeah, they're, is and what they're it like, is. fuck yeah, or Bob is like, fuck yeah, we're gonna have a presentation. It's gonna be awesome. And the other guy's like, too bad about Kenny, huh? That's life in the big city. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it? Well, that's, 
I guess that's part of the satire because that's just you know they just pretend this is the way life always is when <laughs> some when you're days you show up, 80s yuppie. Some days you get show up to work and get blasted with fifty rounds from a oh, giant they, robot. They, this happens at least two or three times a year. Yeah, <laughs> like someone gets murdered by whatever new program they're working on. Yes, yeah, so. it's 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 like it's, you know what this me this movie may exist in the same world as Gremlins too. Like this is like OCP is just a part of like the Clamp Foundation, and so. Th- Sometimes, you know, entire downtown buildings get overrun by magic monsters. Yeah, yeah you just kind of roll with the punches in this universe. So, uh, they're like, when do we start? Soon as po- some poor schmuck volunteers. Yeah. Cut Smash to Murphy. Smash cut to Murphy, yeah. Doing tricks with a gun. Spin, 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 spin. If, uh, Lewis is like, oh, it's pretty neat. He's like, yeah, my kid watches a TV show. TJ Laser. Laser Cop. Which is funny because I remember thinking that looked so stupid as a kid, but then they came out with what was the TV show that came out in the late 80s, early 90s, where was it like Captain Power? I don't know. Where no he would actually, the about. toys would actually interact with the TV that looked like TJ Laser. Oh, it, it looked like the stupidest, corniest shit. Yeah. It was not very popular. They tried what? to turn it into this like interactive TV toy line that A failed. TV vi- movie toy but... television toy line from the 80s that wasn't very popular? Yeah. You speak no such thing, so. It was right up there with Rock Lords. Oh. <laughs> Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Fish police. Man, Ninja Turtles fucked a lot of people up thinking that all you need is, like, heroes that are part animal, like some kind of furry mm-hmm. thing. Kids will come running. Mm-hmm. Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Oh, anyway. Yeah, my, Stay 80... tuned next week for our 100th episode, Cowboys of Moo Mesa. <laughs> I like you're just reminiscing about the 80s in general right now. Pretty much. That's kind of what this movie yeah. does. Yeah. This, this, this movie is a big, fat, thick, thick cheesecake slice of the 80s. Yeah. But, so, yeah, Murphy and, uh, yeah, yeah, they're hanging his, out. The laser cop spins his gun every time he gets a bad guy, so he wants to do it so his kid will think he's cool. Yeah. I think it, his kid's, like, five years too old to be watching laser development police. issues. Because it is the kid's... Well, Murphy's... We later find out Murphy's home life is weirdly generic. And this kind of yeah. weird, like... I don't know if that's, again, that's supposed to be part of the commentary of the film that, like, his... His wife is like his his wife and kid don't even have names. And they act so Yeah, they do. It's Murphy wife, Murphy kid. <laughs> Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown. That's what when Parker Peter, Lewis can't lose. When Murphy when Peter Weller takes a poop, he turns around, looks at the toilet and says Murphy Brown and laughs. <laughs>, <laughs>, <laughs> oh no. Wow. <laughs> and uh, he tipped over the barrel to get that one. <laughs> But they get we gotta keep this moving. We're like eight hours into this podcast. We're just they, Robocop hasn't even showed up yet. But okay, Lewis and Murphy get a call. There's some there's, shit going on. There's down. a robber in progress, so they yeah. roll out like the Autobots. In their shitty ass Ford Taurus car yeah. from like nineteen eighty six. And they're uh, in the back of a big cargo van, <coughs> Clarence, Red Foreman. Is yelling because the uh, money got burnt. He's like, like you asshole, the money got burnt oh, up. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Like, well, I had to blow the door open. What do you want? They notice there's a cop behind them, so they open up the back door, but he's not there no more. Where'd he go? They're on this side of the car. <gasps> oh, no. Driver did a very bad job he keeping an eye on them. He did a juke move. So you pew pew to shoot at him, and then he shoot back, and pew pew. And then he goes behind them, and pew pew. <laughs> like, they okay, shoot, a pew pew, and then he yeah. goes on, one guy gets hit in the leg, he's like, ow, my leg! So they go on the other side of the van and pew pew they shoot and pew pew they shoot back. And, and lieu then, of like an elaborate chase is the most they could do with this budget yeah. was like the car just goes here and then it goes there. Yeah. yeah. And they also radio for backup. Well, it's going to be 15 minutes they'll get backup. So then they get back behind the, the, the van and they're like uh, they pick up the guy who got shot in the leg 
And Clarence is like, can you fly, Bobby? And throws him out the back onto the cop car. And Cl- Red Foreman making a meal out of every fucking dumbass line like that in this movie. Yeah. Where, yeah, he's being a little bit too evil to his own henchmen. <laughs> you think the other henchmen would go, eh, maybe we shouldn't be with this guy. The villains in this movie are cartoon 80s villains. Man, they really, yeah. You've got, like, the punky, slightly kind of punky I mean, guy with, like, a, like a thing earring. It's ba- they're basically all Mendoza from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. You've got the laughing hyena black guy. Yeah. You've got, like, the smooth, like, guy in his Italian suits, and mm-hmm. yeah. It's, I'm surprised he doesn't offer a, a Robocop a puff pastry. All right. <laughs> 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 Yeah. But yeah, Bobby goes flying, smashes into the windshield of Murphy and Lewis's yeah. car. So they stop for a little bit to throw his dead body off, and they can give chase again. Yeah. So they find the van at a run-down abandoned factory. Still no backup. So they go in anyway. Just fucking wait for backup. You uh, see these guys got, like, eight shotguns on them. That's the thing. Murphy's so... Such a goody two-shoes. Well, technically, it's actually up to Lewis. She's the one who makes the call, because even Murphy turns to her and says, like, what's your call? And she says, let's go. Mm. So, more on her, I guess, than anybody else. What an else. asshole. But, oh, I mean, he, this dude is, like, a known cop killer. I, You know, if this is their one chance to take this guy down, I could... Although, you are in, like, this fucked-up jungle gym, urban jungle gym, that, like, you don't know where they are. This is obviously the bad guy's hideout. Mm-hmm. This is tactically a bad, bad idea. But also, you think... If this cop killer has killed so many cops, you think there would be at least a couple guys, especially if they've sent out an old points bulletin saying, hey, uh, Lewis and Murphy are all hot on the heels of this known cop killer. You think a couple guys would show up and help them out. But yeah. Now, but especially you know, considering how <laughs> bummed out everybody was in the locker room about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You think this would be like their first, like, everyone would like, like leave the police station to go out and help, much less whoever's yeah. already out in the field. But yeah. So they split up because going together would make <laughs> too much tactical first, sense. Yeah, what are you doing? The cops in this movie are very bad cops. Son tells me this RoboCop movie is not written by an actual police officer. What? Um, yeah. So they split up. She's walking around. She finds a laughing hyena man peeing. So she blows a bubble with her bubble gun because that's her character. Yeah. It pops and he turns around and she's like, yeah, get your hands out. So he gets his hands up and... Don't uh, look at the penis. Don't look at the penis. She gets way too fucking close to him. Which it's just any a, just, any police training will be like, yeah, don't get in arm's reach yeah. of your perp. Do just you think Claire Boddicker has murdered so many cops that like he's already gone through like all like like all Murphy the good and ones. like these like yeah these are like really there's just hauling it's like it's police got to be four citizens on patrol they really like Lewis was just like a fucking math teacher two weeks before this yeah, like who knows but know. yeah uh but yeah but he goes mind if I zip up. And she's like, she just keeps looking at us close up on her eyes, and she's looking at him, looking at him, and then you gotta look at that dick. <laughs> so he hits her gun away and I don't know, pushes th- her off the ledge. I always wondered if this was supposed to be some boxes. kind of gendered, gendered sex thing, or if she just really wanted to see if his penis was hanging out, like, like if he actually had to zip up, if she's like, he's trying to trick her, or I don't know what, like, she gotta see that dick. <laughs> but that dick costs her plenty. <laughs> Eh, not really. Well, she, she just yeah. knocks down and, well, some boxes, I mean, it, it, and it, he it, laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> yeah, she just, just she, she falls three feet. Oh, yeah. Some cardboard. Oh, no, she hadn't gotten knocked out. She could have been around and helped out. Uh, fucking, she could have helped gotten the drop on uh, the other guys with Murphy. Though. Yeah. So this whole thing could have been different if she just not had looked at the dick. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows how fate could have changed. There could have never been a RoboCop. Could have been Evelyn. Yeah. She could be RoboCop. I get the feeling a different cop would have been killed. 
Yeah. Given this is old Detroit, and that's how that works. A fat guy, and then he had a fat Robocop. It would have been Carl Winslow. <laughs> yeah. We could have had Carl Winslow, Robocop. Anyway. But, but so, uh, Murphy's sneaking around now with her knocked out. Two robbers are hanging out together. They put on, turn on the TV and immediately start laughing at it. I don't know why, but that annoys me so bad in movies and TV show where somebody turns on the TV, sits down, and goes, <laughs> That's not how it works. To be fair, there only seems to be one TV show in this entire universe, and that TV show is made up of, like, ten-second sketches of just, like, this guy, like, touching someone's tits and then saying, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Like... It's basically an American Benny Hill, but with even really less charm. <laughs> yeah, and more, like, gratuitous nudity. I mean... Realistically, I, I don't get why people have such a boner for this. Wait, which I'd buy that for a dollar. I know a lot of people the big catch. It well, whatnot, then it becomes a meme within the film itself. Yeah, so of course but... people will like this movie. That becomes a meme to themselves personally. But like, I as a kid that I remember that being a big thing and thinking that was yeah. kind of fun. I mean, the funny thing is that the show is so obviously horrible. They do such a good job communicating what's a, yeah, yeah. what's such a shitty. Uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but according to the deleted scenes, uh, the show is called... Actually, the, sh- the title of the show is It's Not My Problem, mm. which that even makes it kind of even funnier. Um, and they add a couple deleted scenes of... Uh, more specifically, like, there's the topless pizza joint. This is one little interstitial from this TV show that didn't make it into the film where it's this just the guy going up to two women making pizzas without a tops on, and he's touching their tits. And he just turns to the camera and says, I'd buy that for a dollar. So that's like... <laughs> Wildly terrible. I mean, realistically, I guess it's, I, it's still better than Mama's Family. I mean, imagine if they sat down and they turned on the TV and it was uh, Homer Simpson falling down the gorge, Springfield Gorge. Yeah, that would make you laugh the moment you see that, regardless. I, but that's a very I, special case. Yeah. Yeah. Simpsons is an outlier, though. I'm just saying, this is the Simpsons of this world, without mm. proper context. And also, everyone everybody... world is stupid. Uh, yeah, I was about to say yeah. everybody in this this film is mentally challenged <laughs> really yeah well that's the thing uh, well the, the, you got a corporation in charge everything in this world's supposed to be terrible yeah. you got a corporation in charge of the cops everyone's watching this t- shitty yeah 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 and that's part of the satire of the but film. then murphy's like hey and he shows he gets the drop on them and, and, then, and not we'll... that he's looking to shoot them but like well one guy grabs his shotgun and is promptly murdered Oh, yeah. Well, because, yeah. Kablams, kablams, Ernest. Hope you enjoyed your five seconds of screen time, sir. Yeah, he's like the Asian guy in the gang, leaving Emil, the punk rocker kind of guy. Mm. Kind of. He's got, like, like weird earring and a leather jacket and stuff. Yeah. He's the toxic waste guy, eventually. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then um, the other guy grabs for his gun, but he doesn't aim it fast enough. So, But Murphy's like, go ahead. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. So he throws the gun down. Mm. He don't want to be dead. He loves life. But then when he's about to handcuff, two other guys come out from nowhere and point their shotguns at him. Oh, right. There's more than one guy in here. <laughs> well, huh. I could see if, if Murphy had, had, had at least handcuffed this guy, that'd be one guy out of the mix, and then he could go hunt for everyone else. And he doesn't know that uh, fucking Lewis has been taken out either, so... I mean, this is—I mean, if you're gonna take out this whole gang with only two people, I guess this is how you do it. Like, try to get the drop on them one by one, but like... Mm, I would say... Just, I am no cop, but you'd have him put his hands on his head, yeah. turn around, back up towards you where you know there are no people and you can cover places, have them lay down and handcuff them while they're laying down. That's actually, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. 
Okay. But they point shotguns at him. Yeah. And, uh... Is it Clarence, or Clarence comes out in just a second after this, where, like, Well, yeah. Clarence shows up and starts taunting him, where's your partner? Where's your partner? And then, oh, and then, fuck, and the then black guy comes up behind him, and yeah. I took care of her. She was upstairs. She was sweet. Ha <laughs> And everybody starts laughing. I took and her And they're out. laughing. Yeah. And it's ha-ha funny. Laughy, laughy, The hyena laughing. guy really sells how horrible this gang is. I mean, Clarence is an asshole. Emil's a shithead. But mm-hmm. his constant, just, like, hyena laugh. Yeah, it's... Just, it's that guy worst. deserves to die more than anyone else in this gang. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you agree, because usually characters like that, you're like, no, they're my favorite! No, this guy, even <laughs> as a kid, that guy got under my skin. Just because, mostly just because of the laugh. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So, Murphy tells Clarence, you know, I bet you don't like me much. Uh, buddy, I think you're slime. This is another thing. What a goody two-shoes. That's that's your best retort in this situation? I think you're slime. Wow, you tell him, Dirty Harry. They, uh, they all laugh. Ha, yeah, ha, justifiably, because it's like, what fucking corncob motherfucker are we dealing so with? So, Clarence here? is all... Man, even now... This freaked me out as a kid. This this is still hard for me to watch as yeah. an adult, just because like it gets my cackles up because it's so. Hmm. Well, as someone who got bullied and beat up a bunch as a mm. kid, this a little bit reminded of that. Like when you're in a disadvantaged situation and people are laughing, it's that's probably part of the reason why a hyena guy drives me nuts so much. Oh, okay. uh, just because it's like that attitude and also the fact that like the yeah they've got like Murphy and a disadvantaged thing and the although it is kind of funny at the same time and it's such a creepy thing to do like they yeah I never it's such a distinctive thing that like resonates in my head. I never really got bullied so. I don't have that thing. And yeah, I think it's just a small kids, part of why this the, is a like, big thing. One for me. kid who did try to bully me, bully me was so bad at it. <laughs> That's, so I, I, I was so yeah. I was a little kid, and I got. I did have my I share ha- of terrible bullies who I, have I a, could like fight and like fuck get the like yeah. <laughs> I had a, I had a little bit of a Jufro because I got a Jufro. Yeah, and when my hair grows long, and he would always be like, hey, "What's up, forties? What's up, forties?" And one day I was like. Dude, what's with the 40s thing? Why yeah. do you always call me 40s? And he's like, because you're Afro. I was like, do you mean the 80s? And Because that's when Afros were popular. And he goes, oh, yeah, I guess I mean that. I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> Fucking dumb kid. I thought maybe that was going to be some kind of like drinking thing with the 40s or something. No. What the fuck? <laughs> he just didn't know what decade things happened in. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, like, you're the worst attempt at any bully I, ever. I had a couple of my share of terrible bullies who I could like, yeah, like that, like that too. But like, yeah, fucking, yeah, the guys who can't even bully correctly are they the most <laughs> pathetic. We're like, you're the lowest on the fucking food chain because you're just making an ass out of yourself and no one likes you. Yeah, yeah. goddamn, that was yeah, good times. Yeah, well, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Because if the when you days. don't understand the bullying that's happening, it's not like it affects you at all. You're just like no, it's just like what are you just you're just making a display out of yourself. You're just, yeah, and then everyone else can see you're being an idiot too, and like so you're just like destroying your own social fabric in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your own credentials are taking a hit. And... It's like somebody is always calling you, "Hey, what's up?" Let's see, what's a good one here? Hmm. Uh, what's the... up, Monopoly? And they keep calling you Monopoly, and you're, well, one day you're like, "Why do you keep calling me Monopoly?" And they're like, "Cause you love video games." It's like, what are you? That has nothing to <laughs> do like, with anything. My favorite video game is NES Monopoly. And I thought you get that joke. I'm like, oh my god, it's all my family could afford. We rented it once, what's and up, we never returned it back. What's up, Wall Street kid? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's up, kid Nikki? <laughs> Yeah. What's up, Godzilla? But yeah, yeah, blows his hand off. This is one of the reasons why I wanted to watch the director's cut because the theatrical. Originally, this movie got an X rating for all the violence, 
by all the violence, it's not like there's whole scenes cut out, but literally it's just less than a minute of footage, and a big chunk of that is in this scene. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the theatrical cut was not so, did not so show so much of his hand getting, like, you could see that he gets shot in the hand, but, like, there's one shot in specifically where he brings up, it's just a bloody stump, and, like, gallons of yeah. blood are just coming out of his hand. That wasn't in the theatrical cut or anything oh, okay. like that. Yeah, but yeah, his hand just blows, just pops like a balloon. Yeah, pretty it's much really like gross. what would happen if you shot a hand with a shotgun point for blank point range, blank exactly, range. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. So uh, he stands up and he's like, "Ah, guy, take him out!" So they all one guy shoots him with a shotgun and that just blows off his arm. Which that also cut cut out. You see later mm. that he doesn't have an arm before, but they they cut out the, the where you actually just see that whole arm just get blown yeah, off. And he's like, shoulder. "Oh, yeah." And then they just start unloading on. It's pretty him. good. Armor though, considering how many shots he takes, and he's not automatically dead. Yeah, because they shoot him for like a good twenty seconds, just to do nothing. They literally just they like, stop shooting because they run out yeah. of ammo practically. Lewis is running around. She hears it and sees them all unloading, but she doesn't see him getting shot. They just see him shooting, and they're like, "Hey, Clarence, he's still alive!" And they're all ha 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 ha, laughing. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, Murphy turns into a prop. Yeah. And then Clarence blows his brains out. This is... I remember hearing about this even before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Was specifically this shot, mostly got most of it got cut out because, yeah, uh, Murphy suddenly turns into a Rob Bottin. He's the, the makeup guy on this and also Total Recall. Yeah. He turns his, essentially into Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end of Total Recall it's, before uh, he goes... Blah, blah, it's blah, blah. so Total Recall. Like... You can it's tell a pretty that, good puppet, though. Yeah, but you, you can, can tell, tell that guy's work because he likes to do the like strained faces. Yeah, like, he yeah he. Look. It's not just like because some people who will make a puppet of somebody, it's somebody in a neutral position. Suddenly, yeah. he, it's it's good that he'll actually sculpt somebody in the pose that they were in the shot before this in some kind of like crazy pose. It's just, but it's just suddenly they, he's obviously like made out of wax now. It's it's Peter. They didn't it's, match the skin tone. The up. hair is more like he's he's got like a woman's perm now. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much you can do on this budget, but yeah. it's still pretty good. But yeah, in in the theatrical cut, weirdly enough, they just they cut everything but the gunshot, the head, hmm. the back of his head exploding. Uh, they cut like the front of the face, uh, the puppet. Like the camera re- re- revolves around the puppet. Yeah. To show, yeah, Murphy's face. And show the back of his head exploding in the any yeah, the theatrical cut. You just see like a couple of frames of the back of his head exploding, and that's it. Which is funny because that's actually technically the worst part. But I guess it's worse in context where you see Murphy grimacing in pain, and then point blank getting his brains blown out. But yeah, this is this was the yeah this is this 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 shot was actually probably the biggest deal when this movie came mm. out. People talking about how yeah this got cut out, but but which is funny and in retrospect it doesn't seem that gratuitous. But yeah. Um, so they all they all leave now that he's dead. Yeah. And then Lewis finds him. He's all dead. She's very upset. Oh no. Yeah. And oddly, not only was it Murphy's first day on the job, it was also two days until his retirement. His wife was also pregnant. His undershirt was red, and he whispered to himself right before he dies, "There's too many of them." Also, Lewis does scream Mendoza. Yeah. <laughs> Mendoza. <laughs> um. Also, this is supposed to be Paul Verhoeven was very much in the idea that Robocop is a Christ figure. And so the reason he tried to make this as violent as possible, other than the fact that Paul Verhoeven just loves violence, yeah. he was trying to ter- make this like a crucifixion thing. So that's why it's so long and drawn out and violent. And and, hmm. and then, of course, Robocop, you know, the resurrected because, you know, in real life, Jesus did come back as a robot and try to murder everybody. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So he's dead. However, they offload him off from a copter and are treating him like he can be saved. He, he has still a giant technically hole alive. in the back of his 
head. It is true. His brains are filled with Mara. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. Technically, his body may still be have a heartbeat, but what are you going to do? I mean, you're a doctor. You're going to do your best to try to keep the person alive until you can talk to the family and see what's going on. Which I makes mean, me what? wonder about the whole rest of this movie. He's still got his brain. No, he got shot through the brain. Uh, Well, specifically, uh, the way uh, the makeup is designed, designed later, you see when he takes his helmet off at the later uh, end of the movie, mm-hmm. they make it so it looks like his face is just kind of this thin veneer stretched over the back of his head. Yeah. You see the back of his head is just like a robot computer, yeah. practically. Because they were suggesting that like his brains got blown out and got replaced by a computer. Mm-hmm. That pretty much behind the eyes and the face, there was pretty much nothing left of Murphy because like, they just kept his face just to keep his face, but everything... And I do like even that makeup when he takes his helmet off. Like you can see, like Clarence's last bullet is still embedded in the front of his skull. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, I mean that's why they made such a big deal of the back of his head getting blown out because that like affects the design of the makeup later on the film. Yeah. yeah, and so I guess technically that makes him the best possible subject Maybe? for the Robocop thing because if his brains are that's less brains that they have to scoop out and replace with a computer, I guess. Yeah, they try to. Build I don't know, back. but they it's shot. it's magic. It's They're, not supposed yeah, to make yeah, sense. Yeah. They shock him a bunch, but you know, his life flashes before his eyes. He sees his boring suburban <laughs> so family. Boring. Oh my god. And uh, now he really dead. He lived with the uh picture in a frame family. He really That's Yeah. It yeah. Shutterstock was like, we're gonna base all our photos <laughs> off of this. Um I do like how they pretty much show most of his death and his transformation to Robocop right after this from pers- first person perspective. Perspective perspective. You Nimity. see it through his eyes. Yeah, which I thought was kind of nice. It's kind of it's, it's also so kind of leaves an element of body horror there too, because you're seeing through his eyes, but you can't see what's going on. So it is a little element of you're like, oh shit, what the fuck's he look like? Yeah, at this we stage? were able to save an arm. Fuck that! I don't want I him do, to have yeah, an arm. Get bubble. that out of there. I do like one of the first things too. After he dies and he wakes back up. You see they're screwing a laser grid onto mm-hmm. his eyeball somehow. The guy actually brings up like a drill. Yeah, and they're like, we're gonna put laser vision on him. Drill it on. Mm-hmm. Like, how does this work? Are they like, is he there? Like, is he just like a head in a jar? They're just putting the helmet on, or like, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. So I love this whole process, though. Yeah, him breaking hands with his new hands. Drunk people at New Year's kissing him on the eyeball. Apparently, uh, yeah, I'm right on the. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> Unless he's got the helmet on and she's just kissing the visor, but yeah, yeah. I do love she's drunk and she falls over. And it seems to take months. Like, yeah. this goes on, like, you know, because, yeah, this is a very long process for him. Although, at the beginning of the film, Bob Morton does say they can go to prototype in, in less than 90 days. So, technically, on paper, there should be less than three months. Well, long enough to... But it's, it's a while. he gets a funeral and his wife moves away. Yeah, exactly. So, it has to... I mean, which technically, like, this could happen in three months, but... Yeah. And all the flowers in their house to die. Gobble, gobble, blobble, gobble. Um, yeah, I did, even the scene where they show off Murphy's new arm... Where it's just like the the like lab puppet arm that mm-hmm. kind of crushes Morton's hand, and I just like the whole. And man, this whole scene, the the one of the, my favorite parts of the movie is when Miguel Ferrer goes up to Robocop and says, "You're a bad motherfucker." Mm. Like points right in his yeah. It just fucking love. Yeah, Bob Morton like is that... such an awful piece of shit, but he's great. That's the presentation of him. Yay, everybody! Yay. He's Robocop now. Hurrah! Oh, they 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 take the 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 it's still first person, but they take like the sheaf off, and he's like yeah. walking around and shit like that. Yeah. And the first person Robocop is much faster than third person Robocop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's one It'd be minute. great in the Robocop video games <laughs> if you can switch back and forth between first person and third person. You move way it's faster in first make person. Any sense. Um there's a bit later where yeah, the, the the guy who crashes his van into the toxic waste is justified in being pissed off because 
that's the one part of the movie where RoboCop seems to actually jog a little. Like, he actually yeah. has to jump out of the way. Like, there's nothing up until that point in the movie that would suggest a RoboCop is capable of juking anyone out. Because he always moves very slowly in one direction at all yeah. times. But, yeah. But, yeah, RoboCop. So they bring him to the police station for some reason. Well, I guess that's what he go work. He a yeah, RoboCop. I guess. It's not like he has a robo-precinct. They could have had, I don't. Okay. But they never seem to have told anyone that they're going to bring Robocop. Because, yeah. like, the police chief was like, what's going on? And they're what like, the fuck? fuck are we you? own you. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah. Oh, no, not a lot of cooperation, uh, cooperation between OCP and the police department, no. it seems. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, I do like the reveal of Robocop, too. Like, from, from third-person perspective, where you first see him, he's, like, walking in. You see him through the frosted glass, yeah. and you see him bits and pieces as all the cops are following him as he's going to his new bedroom mm-hmm. that they're installing in one of the, like, I guess one of the prisoner cages or something guess, like that? Maybe. Like a back room. Yeah. Like, they, they put up his, his his high chair and stuff. Yeah, where he eats his baby food. <laughs> Literal <laughs> baby food. Well, I do like the scientist is like, oh, it's like, was like a protein paste? Yeah. And the black guy just goes over and says... Hmm, smells like baby. Oh, tastes like baby food, and he keeps on eating. Yeah. Like, I would love the guy to turn out. You know, there's like battery acid and shit like that because it's mostly not just for his flesh components, but it's also like where <laughs> like you know, there's motor oil in there to like keep his like actual like his robot parts grease too. But yeah. like, yeah, I like to think that guy got cancer just from eating <laughs> that one uh, little batch of food. But yeah. So his prime directives are to serve the public. Oh yeah. Uh, serve the public trust, protect the innocent, and uphold the law. But Director 4 is classified. What, what could it be? I remember even this kid saying that, and I'm going like, oh, we're going to find out. <laughs> Why would it be classified to RoboCop? I don't know. Because even if he knows what it is, he could just be programmed not to say anything. Like, it, yeah. 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 Uh, so I know, Bill, that old computers like Apple IIs and whatnot always had green text and green monitors. But why on earth did every movie ever think that was going to be the way it stayed? Even all the way up to the Matrix, where like even the code for the Matrix is all like it's all green, but on a black was, screen. Why is future computers always green in the eighties? <sighs> Did they not think in the future we'll have more than one color? No. In the future, we'll never green. have a TV bigger than a twenty-two inch CRT. Yeah. TV. Yeah. Um, that is part of the retro term of this movie, though. Like seeing it's like 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 Windows DOS like three point one. That's running a RoboCop is well. It's also like, why does he need a text prompt inside of his own eyeball? Yeah, like where someone's like typing out the things. That, like, yeah, I, I, I think even the Terminator had roughly the same thing. It wasn't green font, but it was still like somebody typing out like all yeah. the things that he was thinking and saying and doing and stuff. But yeah, so there's a shooting range. People are shooting things. He has a very big gun that shoots like four bullets at once yeah like an m16 in call of duty 4 i guess originally the according to the making of stuff they were just going to give robocop the desert eagle mm. uh, specifically it was going to be the same prop from the the, the boardroom yeah. uh, just because that was the biggest gun they had lying around and thought, thought you know robocop's such a big guy we'll just give him the biggest gun that we prop that we have and they realized even then like he was such like the suit was so big that the gun still looked kind of small in his hands so they took, like, a beretta and like added a whole bunch of extra shit onto it so it became like a super almost like a small rifle in his hand, but yeah. I don't think I care for the design of the gun. Really? I feel like it needs to be thicker on the top. If it, it, it it's does really, feel it's a little really narrow. Slender. It's like flat. Yeah, it feels too. But slender. on its side, yeah. That's just my personal preference. I know some people love it, and I know don't begrudge anybody for loving it. But for me, I would have liked to see it even bigger. Yeah, the a smell, meteor gun. According to the designers, they say also somehow it's supposed to be ca- like casket shaped, but I don't see that. But no, I don't see that either. Yeah, maybe if you're looking at the top oh, down, yeah. which you never get to see, but. It is a big gun, though. I do like how... 
Oh, that's right, because like he's shooting and he does the. He's shooting and Lewis sees him twirl his gun like Murphy did. Yeah, and he puts it in his leg. Yeah, because I guess they were like, "Hey, we like that. Leave that program, that memory in there that he likes to twirl his gun." (laughs) That's good. Also, we'll make a. Instead of giving a holster, I just guess it makes sense if there's nothing in his leg, they just keep the. Have you give him two guns? Yeah. Have you ever played any of the RoboCop games? I played a little bit of the NES game. They're all terrible. (laughs) Yeah, there was like an arcade game. Well, same thing. All the Terminator games are all terrible. Yeah. You think like the the '80s franchises that would lend themselves the most to making good video games? Almost always, even the Star Wars, the Star Wars arcade game. Was I mean, good. you could count. But, like, you could say Contra is, is a uh, yeah is a Predator Aliens game. Totally is. Yeah. Although it's funny that they never actually put any Predators in there, but it's all aliens. But exactly. But that well, setting is pretty much like Predator. Predator. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Is RoboCop dead? Well, no, He's I, well, a I guess they did. character, Bill. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. I forgot. I actually, honestly, forgot for a moment that they did the remake. Because I was gonna say, no one's like done anything with RoboCop in, like in, since like 1990. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. Well, I, I guess... think the PG-13 or PG movie they did kind of killed all. Yeah, RoboCop three, where he gets yeah. a jetpack, which I've yeah. never seen. I've seen clips of, but I've never seen the whole thing. Weird to think. I think like immediately after this movie came out, they came out with a kids show. Because I remember for a while, yeah, uh, there was I would see cartoon. RoboCop toys on the shelf, based. Off the cartoon, mm. and this seems like the weirdest. Well, the, this well, there movie were, there were toys based off of aliens. Well, Rambo too. Yeah, there were toys but based it, off all kinds of. That adult was shit. a weird thing that happened, and, but that was only like a five year period where like suddenly everyone decided we need to make kids toys and kids TV shows based off of almost X rated adult action films, yeah. like Rambo and RoboCop and Aliens, and I guess none of that stuff. And Tiny Toon stuff. Adventures. <sighs> That started off as a furry live-action oh, film by Steven Spielberg that he didn't want to get out, but... Uh, <laughs> tiny dudes. But yeah, um... But anyway, but yeah, RoboCop shooting stuff. RoboCop shooting stuff. She sees him twirl it. She's like, oh, that's Murphy. Okay. Does she actually confront no, him? No, but... That's later see, in the film. You see it in her eye. And there's a little her bit of music. Doo-doo-doo. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of, yeah, a cue there. Going, I know like, this music, movie has music. Is it? Do people like music from this? Because I don't remember. Any I've of seen it. There, there's like collector soundtracks out there where people. Well, there's only two bits. Like in terms of like melody, there's only really two bits of music in here, which actually I made note of, mm. which actually kicks in right in the scene after this because RoboCop gets in a car and starts doing his actual RoboCop yeah, stuff. He's like, I'm gonna time. go find some crimes, by Yeah, it really does get the car by himself, and that's it. Um, it's do 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 do. Oh, like of course I remember clangy. that too now. <laughs> Well, actually, that would actually really translate very easily to a chip tune on the idiot. It's just like, and it's just like, do do cling clang cling clang in the background. Do and there's like this swirling uh, string section in the back. That's the that well, technically that is the whole RoboCop theme, mm. but it also is part of it's the robot part of RoboCop that represents because there's also a sad orchestral like like strings music that plays later. That is uh, Murphy's human theme that plays later when he's uh, checking out his. Uh, shitty ass, dirty ass apartment that's on sale. Uh, but I do like, but then that's too nice little penalties. But uh, I think this uh, the the composer for this movie is Basil Polidorus, I think, who also did the theme for Conan. Mm. Which that's good too. I'm just saying, throwing that out there. But anyway, Murphy he on patrol. Yeah, he gets in his car very uncomfortably because he could barely fit in that car seat. Yeah, <laughs> think they would have gotten a RoboCop a RoboCar. <laughs> 
like armored car, but no, yeah. he's just in the same shitty Ford. We spared no expense making Robocop. Everything he uses, though, will be the worst <laughs> we can provide. Ghetto. He has a shitty ass little speak and spell computer at his little mm-hmm. shitty ass Robocop work desk. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, he's still, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even have a number two pencil. He's got to fill out his <laughs> shit with a number five. He, they couldn't even get him a Coke machine. He has to use the same RC soda machine oh, as everyone it's else. It's filled with nothing but diet RC. It's <laughs> the re- devil's juice. It's not refrigerated. It's Ugh. room temperature diet RC. Oh. That's the real reason why the cops are about to go and strike. Unfortunate. But yeah. Do, 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 do. He heads out. Do, 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 do. He heads out of the map painting that yeah. is downtown. Some guys are robbing a store. They're like, we don't have a safe in here. And he's like, the fuck? You did the worst job hiding the safe. You just put some beer cans <laughs> in front of like it. Empty beer cans because they kicked the beer cans off. They're honestly empty. I'm like, that's bad hiding. Don't hide. I was hiding behind the, 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 hiding behind the desk. And I feel like this is the old Detroit. It's widely known as being the shittiest place of all time. It's funny. It still you is. like Everybody would have a shotgun in every store in this place. Yeah. No, nobody seems to want to defend themselves from the constant robberies. Yeah, especially if the if the shit, town is this shitty, this constantly, and you're still open, you think... They you- even have a shotgun in the Spring t- Springfield Retirement Community. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. But not in um, a, a downtown old Detroit convenience store. This is this is the scene where my dad, like, for the first time we watched it, he was like, Robocop just caused $2,000 property damage just to save $200. That That's what I thought, steal. too, and I was, was like... I'm getting old. Which I've seen well, other people have made the joke since then, but I remember my dad specifically calling that the first time we saw it, because it's so obvious. I mean, that's I guess that's leaning into the satire of the film, that, like, Robocop, he'll hunt down criminals, but, like, he'll destroy so much other stuff to get to the criminals, you kind of wonder why there's a Robocop to begin with, if he's yeah. going to be this terrible at his job, but yeah. Robocop shows up, the guy tries to shoot him, and then runs at him, and he clotheslines him. And thank you for your cooperation. And he leaves. Yeah. Good job, Robocop. Uh, people pointed out that there's a scene where the guy, uh, he threatens to shoot Robocop. And Robocop grabs his gun nozzle and oh, yeah, bends, bends it. it yeah. Technically, he couldn't do that unless the guy holding the gun was also as strong as Robocop. Otherwise, the gun would have flipped out of his hand. Uh, boo, boo, boo. Also, there's a whole website out there dedicated to trying to figure out which month this scene was shot at. Just by looking at the magazines on the comic book rat. <laughs> as Robocop's coming into the convenience store. People, <laughs> people are, it's have the internet. too much time on their hands. Yeah. Um, I guess there are a bunch of ROM, Space Knight, and Iron Man comics on the comic book rack, which I guess are two of the big influences for the creation of Robocop, mm. too. Just throwing that out there. He leaves. He two leaves. You guys are terminating some lady in a bad wig. <laughs> really? She, it's like this platinum wig. It's so weird. Well, they cut off her hair, and they didn't want to cut off the real Yo, You know what? Hair. That's actually the second. But you think still, get a yeah. slightly better wig. But no worries. Robocop sh- shows up. And you're like, I'll fuck cut her, man. I'll cut her. Hold her in front. But then no worries. Kablamzers. He shoots the guy in the dick through her, her, through her I remember legs. that was in all the trailers and everything when this movie came out. That mm. was like one of the big selling points. Oh, yeah. like, see a d- like Superman had see a guy get shot in the dick. Superman had you will believe a man can fly. Robocop had see a dude get shot in the dick. <laughs> you will believe a dicks can be shot. Why is it funny? Because like watching this in HD, the first time I noticed the guy falls down, and he's got like it looks like like a plum wrapped in a piece of underwear where his crotch is, which I mm. guess is supposed to represent his balls. Maybe. But it looked like I was like, what is that? Did they actually take his balls and just like what? I wonder. Then I just. Yeah. She's very <laughs> thankful to Robocop. When he says, Which? Madam, you have suffered an emotional shock. I will contact a rape crisis center. As a kid, and even thinking about this today, to this day, this is one of the first bits in the movie you realize Robocop's, again, well, this kind of goes back to the fact that he destroyed so much of the, of the liquor store to save the liquor store. 
is that RoboCop's a terrible cop, though, because, like, he's good at, like, killing people, but anything that's not just killing bad guys, he's terrible at, because here's this, like, almost rape victim lady. She runs up to him, she's, like, giving him a hug, like, oh, help me out, like, you know, like, she's all thankful, and he, he can't reciprocate any of that back, and he's just like, I will, yeah, I will notify Rape Price's hotline, and it's, like, such cold comfort mm. that, like, which I guess that's part of the film, it's, like, cold fascist weird shit. And, but, you know, like, with the 80s vision of what future old Detroit was gonna be, hey, do you really need to prosecute any of these people? No, I mean, that's the point, is that you're just mowing down, yeah, exactly, like, just just kill, 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 because you know they're bad, you know, you, technically, you know what, well, also, like, uh, RoboCop's also partially based off of Judge Dredd, who, mm-hmm. the whole point of Judge Dredd, that, like, it was summarily, he could summarily execute people in the field, because he was the judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. You could almost argue that RoboCop can do that, because... As long as he's recording the crime that's happening in front of him, you think as long as he could submit that as a, into evidence later, that he could justify murdering that, even if he's not under direct physical threat himself, executing the person. I'm sure there's some kind of weird... I mean, one through the hold up to court in real life, but like in comic book logic of that world, I could see why... You, you could justify about. him just kill, kill, kill. Did you see Dread? No. Came out in 2012. It's almost in our wheelhouse for Did watching. it come out in July 2012? Because uh, I can't do it until we hit the official five-month the, the threshold. Uh, September. Also, yeah, we'll do that this fall. I mean, you can do it this year. It's not like I have to wait until this September. Uh, but yeah, I'll totally do that. I've been meaning to watch that since it came out. Uh, that's going on, actually, Dread, right there. So. Yeah, so you haven't seen it either? No. I always, I always good things. meant to, yeah. Um, Anyhow. Anywho, but anyway, but yeah, his whole reaction Dicks get exploded. Yeah. And with a big Delta City billboard in the background showing Delta City coming soon in the future. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Some guy is holding the mayor hostage or some shit. Robocop shows up. He gonna deal with it. Keep him talking. And the guy inside, I want a recount. Even if I lose, I still want my old job back. <laughs> and I want a big car with bad gas mileage. And the guy outside talking to him is like, what about this car? And he's like, does it have cruise control? I want cruise control. He specifically talks about the 6000 SUX. Yeah. Which we'll see a commercial for towards the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, isn't that, that's what the guys are driving around. Exactly. Well, they, yeah, they, they still a couple of, yeah, exactly, yeah. So he's about to kill the mayor, pushes it, puts it against the window, is about to shoot him, but roll cop punches through the wall. I remember you could do this. This is like one of the boss battles or something. Like, you could do this in the NES game, too, mm. but it wasn't quite nearly as interesting. Uh, um, I guess his thermal vision, too, they didn't have money to get a thermal vision camera, so they just body painted a bunch of the actors. Uh, yeah, games. that's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> well, you can talk is like the fat guy, the fat hostage guy. His butt cheek, like, it's not like what thermal vision <laughs> looks like. It's yeah. like, yeah. Oh. So he pulls him through the wall and then punches him through the window and he falls down to the pavement and presumably dies. He turns into a dummy (laughs) as he's falling through the sky. Good times. I do love the camera crews, the news crews, like following following his body flying through the air landing on the concrete. And smash cut straight out. We're back to a news report. Yep. TV news talking about Robocop. There's an ad for Nukem. It's a board game. It's the only thing to even talk about in this season. Get yeah. them before they get you. From Butler Brothers, yeah. Back to the news. <laughs> Pakistan's threatening my border! <laughs> Which is funny, because that Pakistan is still threatening everyone's borders 30 years later. So OCP gonna build uh, their city. Uh, Bob Morton is now an executive, thanks to Robocop. He got promoted. Oh, yeah. He got. He gets to use the big boy toilet. Yeah, he go poo-poo. 
Super he goes in to take a piss. He does talk. not bother to look under the stalls no. to see who's listening. He talks shit about Jones while taking a piss. You know, I get paranoid if I say something bad about somebody who's on my phone. I'll be like, what if I happen to butt dial them and they hear me say, nah, they kind of smell sometimes. Yeah. But this guy, he don't give two shits. Which is part of his character. He's like a fucking power-hungry guy. Every, yeah. Everybody's like, oh, fuck well, I do love And even, runs the fuck out of the even bathroom. Even the guy he's talking to... Cops to what's realizing and, and well, runs out see, too. Yeah, he sees Jones come out of the bathroom. Is like, Everyone I gotta go. And yeah, zips up and pisses his own pants. He zips up oh, so fast. Yeah. The entire executive lounge clears out, which is great too. Because when they're walking in there, you can see like there's weird neon shit everywhere. It's yeah. just like so eighties as fuck. So Jones oh. congratulates him, and he's like, you know, when I was young, I used to call the old man names. Even this asshole. list of names is like how old and funny Duddy is a guy. I used to call him. Iron butt and even asshole, and I'm like, if you, what universe is this guy like living in? But I always respect him. Yeah, you just crossed that line, buddy. And then he goes into kiss, <laughs> kiss Bob Morton. Mm-hmm. And I do like, I, do, I, I never really point, paid attention to how McGarrif, Miguel Ferrer is playing this off because, like, yeah, Dick Jones reaches up to his hair, and then Miguel Ferrer is like, "The fuck are you doing?" And then he just grabs his hair. Yeah. Yeah. Well. He's like, Ed 209 was going to be awesome. I'm going to sell it to the military and shit. Who cared if it worked or not? Like, I don't give a shit. I was going to make money. Yeah. Who cares if it worked or not? Probably the military would care quite a bit if it worked or not. I would love to see like, Dick Jones. He's got all these little kid drawings of Ed 209 that he's been working on for so long. The bad crayon. Like, he was going to be so cool. Yeah. He's going to kill everybody. But you fucked it up for Yeah, me. he's like, I'm number two around here. You just fucked with the wrong guy. He then pooped his diaper and demanded his binky and stormed out of the bathroom. He says, I'm number two. I'll show you number two <laughs> all over your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, he a butthole. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting enough scene, but it's like, it's it's just like you're watching two assholes fart at each other. <laughs> it's a fart duel. I, I, I don't like either of them. <laughs> So it's not like I want See, Morton I to do. win. I do. And it's uh, not like so I want I, Jones to win either. I'm Everybody, a little sympathetic towards Bob Morton. Everyone's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Which, hey, I guess welcome to the big city. Uh, I guess originally in the scripts, uh, Bob Morton was most was intentionally scripted to be more of an outright villain too. Mm. Uh, but they, they said that like when Miguel Ferrer came and they liked him enough, they kind of softened the character a little bit. Mm. Uh, which, it's funny because if you're saying it the first time, you're just thinking, oh, who knows? Maybe if you'd grown, grown up watching this movie too, you'd think he was just an asshole as much as you do now but like yeah it's funny growing up now i'm like yeah but more he is a shithead he does i don't know if he deserves to die but like it's funny how my sympathies are more with him than fucking dick jones is just a fucking idiot but yeah mm. anyway but. so robocop has dreamed about being killed as murphy this makes him decide he's got some crimes to go combat yeah he has earthquake nightmares yeah yeah he's just sitting in his high chair Shit goes up and he leave. No one's paying attention. They're eating McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And he walk out. And it makes him walks out makes everybody freak the fuck out because his readings went off the chart. Oh no! He walks down the hall. Lewis sees him and is like, "What's your name?" <laughs> and he's like, "She's like, I'm Lewis. What's your name?" And he's like, "Can I help you, Officer Lewis?" And she's like, "You're Murphy." I have places. She points at him. You like to the Murphy in there? <laughs> yeah. Who in there? She knocks on his helmet. Murphy, come out and play. And he's like, I have to go now, and leaves. And then one of the guys who handles Murphy, Robocop, runs up to him. He's like, what the fuck you say to him? It's like, he just walked past me. That's I didn't hamburger motherfucker, if you been paying attention to him. Like, you'd see what, yeah. Uh, oh, we should also know that he was specifically having nightmares about being murdered by Monica yeah, yeah, and his yeah. gang, yeah. Um, 
So, Which is funny because the first person he happens upon after leaving the police station happens to be one of the people who murdered him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, RoboCop goes, this crime's happening somewhere. He gets back in a shitty car. One of RoboCop's handlers is very mad at her. and, and Oh, that's right. They get all, like, really wound up about it. They yell at her and the chief for not... not uh, Respecting the robot no, enough. No, like, yeah, no, it's kind of like they're blaming them. Not for... working with them. It's like, we didn't. You, Robocop just left. What are we supposed to stop him? What you, you guys just requesting your own fucking background with your McDonald's and, and fucking so, high chair. If you're so like, oh, the cops are getting involved. Why the fuck did you make his home based out of the fucking police station? <laughs> we're paying right from that back room that we're not even allowed to go into anymore. That was our bathroom. Now we're all shitting in the gutters outside the back of the precinct. Like, you guys have tons and tons of money. Make your own home base. Why Give do you have to a have a super base? You're in a shitty little vacant room with a high chair in it and some computers. You could have put that anywhere. Bob Morton is scientist and not playing well. <laughs> yeah, a fucking idiot. There's... Everybody in this movie's an idiot. What? And I'm sh- I know it's probably supposed know, to be like, that even way. Beyond that, yeah, it's supposed to be that way. I'm sure, but everybody's an idiot. So. Robocop, One on. of the guys who killed Murphy is robbing a gas station. The guy's behind some bulletproof glass, but it has huge holes for you to slide a machine gun into. It is, yeah. That's not how these things are built. You don't build like plastic glass with the, the See, little slide fair, under thing. For a while, there some places were like this, but then you know people realized you could still get shot through the holes. And so, like at really bad McDonald's and stuff like that, they would have the thing where like. There's or like like banks have where yeah. like it's not just like the the empty slot where you could pass stuff, but where like there's like a bulletproof box that you have to slide between the two people. Yeah. So unless you put like the gun in the box and instruct the person on the other side to like pick up the gun out of the box and shoot themselves, you can't actually hurt anybody. But I mean, shitty old Detroit. You know they're they're only making the most surface level actions towards like okay you're safe now we're gonna like yeah it's a shitty gas station in, in, yeah. in old Detroit yeah. So he's like. Oh. Give me all your money, and also fill up pump number seven. So he goes, like, don't this try This anything. scene makes me sad, too, because he bullied, because he say, what you reading in there, college boy? College boy? And he says, I hate smart people, and I'm like, well, I'm a smart person. And I would probably be the college boy in this scene, and it makes me cry, and he gets so sad and nervous. Oh, no. Oh, no, email, don't hurt him. He just tried, <laughs> he's just making his way through college. He got five kids. He's making his way in the world today. It takes everything he's got. <laughs> Is that from the Alice song? He's no. working at a diner at Mel's Diner. Which which show is that from? And all her money. Not a true help a lot. <laughs> I know the song. Oh my god, what is that? <laughs> is that the Cheers theme song? Yes. yes <laughs> what a making the way of the world today. Takes everything, takes everything you got. Yeah. You know that is the Cheers theme song, Yeah, I right? know it is. I just said it was. Oh, I thought it was uh, fucking Mary Tyler Moore no. or something too. No. Oh, okay. No, that's something about about uh. You know, Cheers was still on when this movie came out. You no. could, you could have gone out, seen RoboCop, and come home and seen a fresh episode of Cheers. Yay! Yay! Anyway, well, RoboCop shows up. I, I do like RoboCop. I... Just again, RoboCop just happens to have left the precinct. He just happens to see this. He didn't even get the call. He's just like looking around. He's like, "Oh, crime in progress." Crime happening. There. Yeah. Beep 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 beep. So he, so he tells the guy, "Dead or alive, you're coming with me." Oh, that's what Murphy said. Yeah. Two and that's when the, the Murphy right. human music comes in. Doo, 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 I know doo, you. Doo, doo. You're dead. We killed you. We killed you. And he shoots at Robocop, but and don't it, and it well, manages Robocop to shoot gets all the like, gas Yeah, he recognizes this guy. And Robocop kind of enters into a he's fugue like, state where he's hey, just like, "That guy knows me." What happened? 
The gas goes everywhere. The guy is smoking a cigar. 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 He's smoking a cigar. He takes his cigar and throw it on the ground. You know, he was looking for... Who's the big kingfish that Homer goes fishing for? The General Sherman. General Sherman, yeah. that's the, He's suddenly turned into the guy who's talking to General Sherman at the beach General shop. Sherman. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, it is a nice explosion when they blow up the gas yeah, station, though. he takes a cigarette out and throws it at the gas, and kablam, kablooser, shablamo, the whole gas station blows up. I guess they built seven RoboCop outfits for this movie, and they wasted one just on that shot because it got all mm. fucked up because it was too close to the heat. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, he's getting away on his motorbike, but RoboCop shoots out the tires and he crashes. And RoboCop's like, who are you? Who are you? Oh, and RoboCop turns on his camcorder. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, well, no, he was recording everything, because it becomes a thing later. Isn't it? Mm, no. And the guy's like, we killed you, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, that part, yeah. Yeah. He's like, all, and RoboCop's just always recording. Well, that's a weird thing, because you think RoboCop would be, but then they make a specific point later showing that sometimes he's recording, sometimes not. But, like, you can just assume he's always recording, because, yeah. That's what the people should do with uh, police officers that want to wear a body cam. Just be like, don't you want to be like RoboCop? Well, well RoboCop did. That helped Look at him. how RoboCop do. Yeah, when people try to murder him, he 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 he, he took out Dick Jones with the cam, with the body cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So RoboCop goes and looks up the guy's info at the police station using his giant metal data transfer blade that's in his fist. Unnecessarily large data spike that shoots yeah. out of his... If you really pay attention, Man, it's obviously uh, not connected to his body, his fake fist. Bill, do you remember back in the 80s when, or 90s actually, since it's taking place in the future, when we all had to carry around our data spears? This is true. Oh, it was so tiring. Those things weighed so much. Just pure metal. When you I have first... to go up to a computer and be like, or you go to the library and you'd be like, I wonder which aisle the little women is in. And you stabbed <laughs> it into the computer what to I'd figure want... out the Dewey the Decimal first System. Time... The first time I wanted to download Napster, mm-hmm. I went downstairs and took the toaster out of the kitchen, brought it upstairs, hooked it up to the computer, mm-hmm. just plugged it in the back, just because that's how that worked, the, the power side. Yeah. And I took a fork and jammed it in the toaster and said, get me the Little Women soundtrack. <laughs> and and I, But then I also like said, but, but like Robocop, when mm-hmm. I drove the fork into the toaster... And the music came out of the toaster from Little Women, and then I laughed, and then I cried. And then you got sent back in time and stepped on a bug. <laughs> I actually went back and met Louisa May Alcott. Uh-huh. And she was like, who the fuck is Winona Ryder? <laughs> <laughs> and then I just stuck the fork out of the toaster, and I traveled back to the future. And then I was like, oh, wow. And then, then yeah. My life how, has been formed. That's how I invented the time-traveling data spike toaster. Mm-hmm. The end. That was a journey. Password just rain donuts all the time. So he looks up the guy's accomplices, and he finds out they're all suspected in killing Murphy. Yeah, exactly. He realized. And he yeah, also yeah. finds out where Murphy lived, so he goes there. And that, like 283 Primrose. Even the name of a street, Primrose Avenue, is the most generic ass yeah. fucking. Yeah. The house is for sale. He walks around, looking around at what stuff. What is going on? This is this is something that's bugged me the last couple times I've seen RoboCop. So his house was being sold by an ATM machine. There's a guy mm-hmm. in the ATM machine saying, we're selling this house. Except there's random, like, burned garbage from Murphy's family still still. Yeah, like, there's, there's a burnt photo of him and a, some dead How? plants here and I mean, there. I know, again, it's old Detroit. It's a, a shitty a place. A broken world's greatest husband mug because <laughs> symbolism. Who is he? 
I know that's not the point of this film, but like, how are they expecting anyone to buy this house in this condition? I'm surprised there's not like a family of cavemen squatting in the bathroom or something like that. Oh man, but yeah, he he goes on a face journey. He shows lots up of flashbacks, so many emotions. It makes him punch a television and screen. It's generic. His fa he's, his kid's a devil for generic Halloween. His mm. wife is generically angry at him, and then like gives him a robot blow. Well, job. she runs up to him and is like, "I have something to tell you. I love <laughs> you." <laughs> I, even as a kid, this bug makes it so. It's like it's like are they like, fucking with us about how well, bad I, this is? I'm pretty sure Paul Verhoeven doesn't know. How happy emotions work. <laughs> he, only, a, he only knows sadness and He's such a blood. sociopath, he yeah. can't even, like, convincingly portray, like, He's like, positive. no, this is how, how people feel emotions, right? The good ones? Oh my god, yeah, this is a happy home life, I guess, from what I've heard from conjecture. Mm -hmm. American home life, no less. But yeah, then Robocop, yeah. Then he goes to a nightclub. Yay, it's bouncing off. He's had a well-rounded day. He's in arrest mode. He's gonna do some arresting. So he finds one of the other guys that killed him. Yeah, it's the, the actor's name Ray's Weiss. Kind of like, yeah, he's the guy who dresses in this suit. Generic so. Italian, man. He really does look like an extra from Goodfellas. Yeah. So he's like, where is Clarence? So he, that guy pulls a gun out, and the road cop's like, eh, slaps it away, and some guy dances, crabs it out of the air, and is like, yeah, he dances with it. I dancing, doesn't break a sweat. And there's also one quick shot where there's suddenly, like, in the middle of this, like, Literally fraction of a second where it's full frame, just a guy like dancing at the camera. Mm -hmm. It's the director for two seconds, Paul Verhoeven, just yeah. going and uh, just. So of course he tries to kick Robocop in the just in like the Hitchcock groin. used to do. <laughs> yeah. Quick shot of Ro Hitchcock dancing at the camera, going. But he kicks Robocop in the dick. It doesn't work. His foot is hurt. Is because he's got robot junk. So Robocop drags him away by his hair. Yeah. Then Bob Martin is doing lines of coke in his house. Oh, this is. For a lot with, of people, this is the highlight of the whole with film. With two right here. girls in very 80s outfits, green leather jackets, shoulder pads, and everything. Yeah. And he's also got a very 80s apartment. I'm sorry if Marty McFly doesn't show up and find out, like, <laughs> you find out that Old Detroit is actually Bad Hill Valley or something yeah. like that. Yeah. One of the, one of the girls put Coke on her tits and he snarts snorting it up. He really just jams his face down there, too. Yeah. Like, he's like motorboating practically. Then his doorbell rings. And uh -oh. it's. Clarence, he comes in with a gun, and he says, Bitches, leave! So the bitches leave. That's one of the big lines that come out yeah. of this film, yeah. Yeah, and Morton's like, Don't you know who I am? And he, he gets shot in the legs a bunch. And Clarence puts on a CD. It's junk. You know what? Kudos for this movie for not using VHS tape or In laser disc or something. I mean, this is like literally 10 years, uh, 15 years ahead of the curve, really, because, I mean, he just puts in what was then still relatively brand new technology, yeah. which... To them, I'm sure it was just a CD, but for us, you're like, oh, he's just got a DVD. It just puts yeah. in the DVD player, which, considering that was not a thing even on the horizon yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although, Dick Jones, why would you, like, why would you guy give this guy, like, it's it's not... Evidence? It's evidence saying, hey, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. It's like, I mean, granted, it's also in the same world where people keep on yelling at this robot who, who's recording everything. Uh, essentially, they're... they're fucking giving themselves out i killed you yeah this is our dark dark secret plan but yeah i love that dick jones is yelling at him through a dvd player yeah we yeah. could have been friends but i guess not i'm cashing you out bob clarence puts a grenade on the table and leaves like a timed grenade i guess yeah yeah he pulls the it's pin out it's got he... a digital clock on it oh i didn't even notice like yeah. he takes his time getting out of there he's yeah. like readjusting his glasses and everything yeah, yeah. so kablam so the whole house blows up he dead now bob, bob, go bye so bye. long bob 
So Clarence is talking drugs and money to a guy who was running a drug making plant or something. And yeah, the, this the is the guy's walking around wearing a red button up with a a wine in a wine glass. He's walking with a wine. This it's is very such a classy. weird affectation. I don't know if this like <laughs> this is how coke dealers work in Europe or something like that. And at one point, Clarence dips two fingers in the guy's <laughs> wine, and you think, oh, he's gonna taste it. Nope, he goes and sniffs Snuff. it. What are you weird? And then the guy picks up his glass and starts and drinking yes! again. What the, what the fuck? What fuck criminal underworld is in this city? <laughs> um, you don't. I, it's not how wine is supposed to work. I always forget this interstitial. And also, I'd be like, did you just stick your filthy fingers in my wine? I don't want to drink that now. Maybe, maybe. Clint's I don't know where your fingers really have been. Uses really good fruity hand lotion, so it actually adds to the. <laughs> to oh, the... that really brought out the bouquet. Some of this uh, wine. fruity notes in this wine mm-hmm. now. Thank you, Clarence. Um, actually, it would have been better for Clarence to just like reach into his pants, rubbed his balls, and then dipped his fingers yeah. into the wine. They work but out. This guy, like, he's got a walrus mustache yeah. and he's balding. He looks. It's, it's they. They work out a deal or something. I don't know. There's something about the Clarence wants to like buy coke off this guy yeah. or something. It's something, and you're not. It's not. It's not important. But then the door starts being pounded on. And it's RoboCop. Uh, and then RoboCop comes in. And he's like, "Come quietly, or there will be trouble." Ah, fuck you! And then everybody starts shooting at RoboCop. And Robocop starts shooting everybody. Yeah. He gets all the multiplier scores and gets the high score for Evel. <laughs> also, I, I know, again, it's not that kind of film, but the fact that it takes a while for Robocop to start shooting back, mm-hmm. he, like, walks in, everyone gets to pour bullets into him for 30 seconds. None of them, no one shoots him in the face, which you think that would be one of the first things he tried to do. Yeah. And he just takes the bullets, and he, yeah, he's like doing—he's doing these weird action poses as he's taking guys out. Like, yeah, he's I like, like the one where he does—he's does like he like l- turns to the side with just part of his upper body. And he's like, it's the most Robocop. Like he's posing for his own bubblegum cards. Yeah. <laughs> where he's like, okay, I'm gonna hit this pose and that pose, shoot this guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I get the feeling this is supposed to be one of the big action scenes of the film, but yeah. it's not really that great of an action scene. It's Robocop no. just shooting, shooting, shooting. You can't really have action scenes with some guy in a garbage can. That's the thing. Exactly. Kind of, wa- again, very slowly walking just around like can't emote. Last episode's Excalibur. Everybody's in giant armor. The action scenes don't really Yeah, because at the most, you have two guys in, like who can barely move like bashing against each other. It's yeah. not going to be that visceral or interesting, but yeah. Yeah, unless it's a gay porn. Because <laughs> that's, I think that's the description on the back of the box of a, a gay porn. It's just two guys bashing into each other. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So he kills everybody. And he starts reading Clarence's rights while throwing him through various plate glass windows. He doesn't quite kill everyone. Somehow, like, he knocks out the black hyena guy. Yeah, he falls off. And uh, he shows up later. Yeah. Email. So somehow the rest of Clarence's gang gets away. Yeah. While, but, like, he she kills all the, 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 the walrus Italian guy's yeah. gang and stuff like that in this coke bag. Clarence is like, I work for Dick Jones! Dick Jones! Where the really does beat the shit out of him? Yeah, I won't just because he actually does not punch stuff. him, but keeps on throwing him through stuff until... Yeah, exactly. And he's like, and he runs the cops! I, you're a cop! And Robocop's like, I am a cop! Hey, you're right! <laughs> oh! And it takes it back oh. to... Yeah, it takes... Well, this is showing mm. a tug of war between Robocop and Murphy, because there's a tug of war, because... He wants to kill Clarence, but then he realizes he's a cop, so he can't kill him. Mm. But he is going to take this evidence that he's recorded from Clarence Boddicker spilling his guts out. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking it out of the police saying, hey, look, this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He just said that like the head of OCP is like in on this fucking, he's working with with the, this cop killer who we've been trying to chase. Mm-hmm. No, he goes straight to Dick Jones and says, hey, well, he takes He takes Clarence back to the police station. There. Oh, that's right. There's, they're still talking about going that's on strike. That's even worse because he's right there and he's like... Yeah. 
And they're he's like, book him. And they're like, what's the charge? And he's like, he's a he's a cop killer. What you know this? What are you doing? <laughs> well, I guess maybe technically, like if you're gonna bring him in, he's what, like, what is he gonna be like? Jaywalking. <laughs> you know, I thought that was gonna littering. be a joke, like like littering or something like that. Like, cause you, I'm kind of surprised the movie didn't go there, cause it seems to be one of the few obvious jokes they Clarence don't make. Like, just give me my phone call, my fucking phone. And he spits on the sergeant's paper, and I love that the sergeant gets all sad, cause like the dude just ruined his like paperwork that he just yeah. finished. But yeah. So, of um, course, he calls Jones, who tell who's Jones is like, ah, the lawyers will have you out there in 24 hours. Not you. And he tells him, you really screwed up. You, you think somebody who's savvy enough to become the second in command at this giant corporation would be like, fuck you. I don't know you. Yeah. No, you're talking Especially crazy. Especially the guy's calling, calling his number from jail. Like, yeah. yeah, he's leaving a trail that anyone not with any hiring sense can, lawyers like, to get some random drug dealer thug out of jail with that all, makes even more of a paperwork to you. I guess maybe he, the, he's so brazen in his crimes now he just doesn't even care anymore and it's only uh, Robocop maybe. with his, like, like, super virtuous, like, programming who will, like, cut through all the bullshit, but but yeah, Robocop right there! Why does he stop for take for ten seconds to say hey, everyone, look at this shit that Clarence Bodiger just admitted to! This could take down OCP! Yeah. No! Instead, he just gets back into a shitty-ass little fucking hatchback and drives to OCP headquarters. Yeah. Murphy goes to go see Dick Jones. His uh, first-person screen says, payback Clarence <laughs> Bodiger. It was a full success! Yeah, it turns into a GTA game, yeah. Dick Jones smugly waiting for Robocop in his his office and lets him in. And Robocop's like, hey, you're under arrest. But when he tries to arrest Jones, oh no. Well, what happened? Well, he starts malfunctioning. Well, well. Oh shit, that's right, because it says on his TV. It's it Directive says, 4. Walk, it's no longer classified. It says you can't hurt people. No, no, no hurt. Oh no. Not if they're rich and If he enough. attempts to arrest a senior officer, it causes a shutdown of his system. Which you think... Bob hated this dude enough, he'd be like, yeah, that's a good program. Let's take out that asshole. What do you mean? Bob was in charge of RoboCop. Mm-hmm. He obviously would have had a hand in putting this program in. That's the thing. Dick this... Jones isn't, wasn't involved with it, so Bob would have been like, yeah, I don't want him arresting me, but fuck Dick. You think... Let he... RoboCop well, be able to arrest Well, this suggests that Dick Jones had a hand in RoboCop's programming yeah. somehow despite the fact that dick jones was against this whole project to begin with yeah uh yeah the, in retrospect even within this goofy heightened satirical perspective of this film it really doesn't make a lot of sense exactly bob morton i could see him saying you, i'm the only person in this whole world you can't uh uh arrest but yeah specifically hey if you ever find anything out on fucking dick jones though fuck that guy to the wall please yeah, yeah. this doesn't make any sense yeah yeah also, Robocop never completely shuts down. He just yeah. kind of like... And Dick is so evil. He, oh, he's he so bad evil. man. He bring in Ed 209. Oh, right, right, right. He, he, go, he tells... Yeah. He tells... Uh, <laughs> There's a little gentle knock on the door. Uh-huh. He's just here like fucking... Uh, fucking Interstellar on the other yeah, side of the door. Yeah, you hear Dick Jones, you need some help in there? Yep. <laughs> I got some blue. I got some cocaine. That's <laughs> 209's just got a got giant platter of weed. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Mr. Joe's. Are you being attacked by Robocop? Mm-hmm. So then he tells Robocop, I had to kill Bob Morton because he made a mistake. Is, now it's time to erase that mistake. <laughs> Shit, girl. That's not the type of thing you tell a cop. Also, you know what? I've seen this movie a bazillion times over the course of the last 30 years. Did not 
occur to me until now when he says I'm going to erase that mistake. He's talking about RoboCop. That's the mistake because yeah. Bob Morton made a mistake. I just took it at face value. Like he made a mistake. Oh, he, he made RoboCop. That's the mistake. Mm. And that he's going to take it out now with Ed. So 209. Ed 209 starts laying the smack dab onto RoboCop, but RoboCop damages one of Ed's arms. It starts to launch rockets at, oh, that's at right. Ed's, RoboCop. Like, RoboCop like grabs his arm, makes him shoot the other arm, but then yeah. he starts firing rockets right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which RoboCop stumbles out of the way of this is the editing here is great because like robocop's trying to juke out of the way out of all these rockets that head mm-hmm. 29 is 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 shooting at him and there's no way physically he could do that but editing wise you just see him like suddenly walking from you know side to side robocop really needed yeah Wheelies. roller skates yeah mm-hmm. rocket you, power you and me on the same page <laughs> oh, I think he wouldn't even squat down to do anything he would just be standing upright but just like wheeling around <clears throat> yeah actually he just needed a handler to put him like on a hand truck yeah and like robocop could still be shooting but like the guy's just like wheeling <clears throat> around so oh, robocop es- escapes via stairs there's clay animation of Ed 209 being scared of the Don't stairs. Say it's clay animation. <laughs> this ain't no California raisins. <laughs> I know that's one of your pet peeves. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is clay. Well, it's not clay animation, but it is stop motion. This animation. movie. Could, how could you tell it was stop motion? I know it's. Did you not think it was a real thing? I thought it was a real thing, <laughs> well, but I, I looked it up and I was like, oh, that wasn't a real robot. It is funny how, like, the the actual prop is just this completely static thing that can't move at all. Now, it can rotate. Well, that's true. You do see later, yeah, like, at the top of his head, kind of like, but even then, its arms don't move. It's, yeah. it's technically a pretty... I mean, the prop looks cool, but it can't do anything. Of course, that intent would move. It's, like, totally like Jason of yeah. the Argonauts. Uh, Stop-motion animation in this film provided by Phil Tippett, mm-hmm. the guy you know, from My Industrial Light and Magic. He animated yeah. the, the Snow Walkers and all the stuff in the Star Wars movies yeah. and stuff like that. Technically, this is actually even isn't even stop-motion. It's technically go-motion, which is a process that uh, allows them to create a motion blur. Mm. This is the advanced version of stop motion because they would actually move the puppet while the the film was being shot. Provided. You know that shitty thing that a lot of people hate, but some people turn it on on their TV. That oh, motion blur. Yeah. I want to know what that would look like on a like stop on a motion thing. Would that because make it that look is, smoother? Because that is filling in the frames. Yeah. Would that make clay animation look smoother? I want to know. Oh, that must. Does you know your what? super expensive TV have that that feature? I think any TV made after like 2005 these days has it. Because I, I, I should fire that up and check I that out. I know a lot yeah. of people hate it, but I, I am no, but I like am for special effects and stuff like that, that would yeah. work for clay animation and if it would make it look any smoother. Especially something like this where it does have a little bit of motion blur baked into it because that's the process they were using. Yeah. <laughs> or like old Will Vinton stuff. No, exactly. Yeah. The the funny thing too is like looking up the process of Go Motion just to, just for this podcast. And so Go Motion was this thing where they would slowly move the puppets while the film was being shot, so mm-hmm. you know, provide a little bit of motion And while blur. Inspector Gadget was on the sides going, go, go, motion! <laughs> well, so what they would do sometimes, if they didn't want to go the process of, like, slowly moving the model, they would sometimes put just put Vaseline on a piece of plexiglass in front of the camera lens to fake a motion blur. I guess that's what they did with the terror dogs and Ghostbusters. Mm. You know, like, what, yeah. what, the, yeah, what, yeah. And, like, I'm like, that sounds dumb as the hell. The Barbara Streisand technique. Yeah, and, like, I there, I guess there's a reason why that never worked out. And all, the, all this shit just got replaced with CGI in the end. Oh, yeah. But it's pretty good stuff. And when he falls down, again, that's one of the funniest moments in the movie. Well, well especially there's well, this great character okay, so animation. Ro- Robocop starts to escape down the stairs. And Ed 209 looks like a tiny little golden retriever puppy that's never seen <laughs> stairs before. Well, and then it takes a step and falls over and... Starts squealing like a fucking pig. 
Because why wouldn't you have your robot squeal like a pig when it falls over? Well, it actually is a great bit of character animation where instead of just him falling down the steps, he like actually puts his foot, he's trying to find a purchase with Mm -hmm. his foot. And I do, although when he falls down the that steps, that seems like a huge fucking oversight on your war machine. All you have to do is make stairs around your base, and then the robots I, fuck. I think one of the big things in this movie. There's lots of design oversights and all kinds of things yeah. in this movie. Uh, but I do like when he falls down the steps. It's no longer stop animation for one shot. It's just like they yeah. threw the puppet down yeah. the steps. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Ed Two Hundred Nine is temporarily knocked out of commission, mm-hmm. and despite. Robocop having to take a fucking matte painting elevator a hundred f- stories up to Dick Jones' office. He takes one flight of steps down, and now he's back out on the street. Yeah. Yeah. But he's surrounded by so many cops. Oh, no. Cops gonna kill him, despite the fact that he just saved the day by catching the notorious cop killer. The cops are now, him. yeah. But some of the cops are like, you can't do that. He's a cop. And then the guy's like, we've got our orders. So they shoot Robocop a bunch. He's bulletproof. <laughs> Oh, this is this does go on for like five minutes. Robocop does get more fucked up though. Yeah, yeah. He, I get uh, my thought process was I guess you throw enough Nerf balls at somebody and you're gonna get, hit him in the eye eventually. Technically, you could dig a tunnel through the heart of stone if you have enough Nerf bullets. Yeah, it may take you two million years, mm-hmm. but so he crawls away. Uh, he falls off some uh, in a parking structure, falls down a couple levels. I guess and this and also... Lewis happens to pull up right there. Yeah, where was she before this? Why didn't she come with him when he, like, he dropped off Boddicker at the police department or what? But... And they escape. Hurrah, hooray. Well, she probably heard the call out go out that, like, oh, my God, Robocop is attacking OCP. Yeah. So she probably heard that and came out and said, okay. Then there's a car that. ad with a dinosaur showing how big a car is. <laughs> 6,000 sucks. Yeah. I love when his eyeballs pop out. He's all like, bro, big car. It's even bigger than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More news. A laser peace cannon misfired and people <laughs> are dead all over the place. What? It's like the Star Wars Civil Defense Peace Program Initiative yeah. has destroyed Santa Barbara and killed killed two ex-presidents mm-hmm. this is the funniest fucking shit i don't want and it wasn't until watching this time too uh because they talk about how the current president is up in space on a space station i don't know if this is supposed to be the mm. same laser space station that just blew up santa barbara you mm. can presume so because there's a whole thing at the beginning of the movie where there's a comical thing about oh they lost gravity on the space station oh, everyone's yeah, yeah. floating so I'm assuming that there's more again with this movie about <laughs> things not quite working out the way they were designed or designed poorly uh, then that thing blew up part of California, yeah. taking out two experts. So they also say that the uh, cops have gone on strike. They interview some terrible actors about this. One guy's like, they're not supposed to strike. And their guy's just like... <laughs> it's like the caterer on the film or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So Clarence shows up at the OCP headquarters. You just let this known cop killer, Again. drug dealer, walk into your your building. It's old Detroit. You can do whatever the fuck you want if you're part of OCP. He hits on the secretary. Uh, you're very cocky <laughs> for someone uh, who could be killed by OCP very easily. Here's a scumbag piece of shit. Just spent the night in jail. His face is all cut up and shit. I love how he just swaggers in there, sticks his gum on Dick Jones' secretary's nameplate, and is all like, like, you could just slip me in. Uh, I felt a little bit better looking at the trailer of this film that is actually played by Clarence Boddicker's wife. Mm. So at least if he's being horrible, like, he's being horrible to someone he's married to. Hmm. Uh, Well, at least, you know, (laughs) at least she got a paycheck out of this, so whatever, but yeah. So Um, he goes in and talks to Dick, 
Especially he's all, hey, Dick. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's very... He's Dick is very pissed off because Clarence spilled his guts to RoboCop. Does hey, he? idiot, yeah. you also spilled your guts to RoboCop. <laughs> Every greater in the middle of yelling at Clarence Boddicker about this, he's like, what stupid fucking idiot would say that... And fuck! <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! We gotta kill Robocop super bad now. Yeah. Fuck! Oh my god! What did I do? Yeah. So to that end, yeah. So Clarence is like, "Hey, you built it. Now I gotta deal with it. What the fuck's up with that? And, you built the and fucking Dick thing." Dick is yeah. like, "Hey, we're gonna build a new city. Millions of workers coming in. Those workers gonna need drugs, baby. You gotta bring in those drugs. I did I mention I'm an evil, evil man?" I still don't understand why they have to clean up, like, Detroit, old Detroit of all crime before they build Delta City, too. Because if you're just going to bulldoze the whole city, then... And the also cr- bring in a t- bunch of drugs and start crime all over again. Well, also, even then, even on paper, though, even if from an altruistic perspective, you think, well, you're going to bulldoze all the crime anyway, so yeah. why do you have to make the city perfectly clean of crime mm. before you just destroy it anyway? But anyway... But, but Clarence is like, we're going to need some heavy firepower. You got access to military weapons? And he's like, bitch, please, we practically are the military. Waka waka, because that's part of the satire of the film, because mm-hmm. it's a private company. So Lewis goes to the abandoned warehouse with Murphy, <gasps> that, where is, he was killed, I guess. This is delicious, because... Oh, I didn't mention about this, my personal connection to this film. Oh, this is where you were born? I was the stuntman in, in two shots of the film. <laughs> yeah. No, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pretty much the rest of the film from here on out was filmed in Pittsburgh, the steel mill. Mm. Uh, I remember there was a big deal when they filmed this in, like, October of 1986. Mm-hmm. Uh because Pittsburgh's a big steel town, a bunch of steel mills and shit like that. I don't know why, because they filmed the rest How of the movie. How did you, Bill? What's that? Oh, never mind. I'm going to make this joke <laughs> later. You know what? We're actually, considering the, how long it takes us to actually start talking about this film, we're not actually, like, wildly over time for this yeah. podcast. That's fine. Oh, can we talk about stuff later? Yeah, I'll get yeah. to it later. Um, But yeah, so, uh, I, despite shooting the rest of the movie in texas i don't know why they could just didn't find like a steel mill like in tennessee or somewhere closer but yeah for some reason they trucked up the whole production for like three weeks up to pittsburgh to film uh well, presumably they filmed all the stuff with the at the beginning of the film because it's obviously like the same place yeah um uh, but yeah just a sh- shut down steel, steel mills mill. are shitholes looks nasty this is not a good place and that's half of pittsburgh well, i mean this is I, I, i'm the first bill mudron in my family who has never worked in a steel mill my dad did my grandparent my like all i mean they pay like really well but people die Oh yeah, no, they my, died. My, my, they, they died from lack of Nintendo. <laughs> there was there's one here in Portland, a uh, steel forging factory thing. Yeah, and its main plant just closed. Oh really? I yeah. didn't hear about this. And uh, my wife used to work there when she was when she was younger, and she heard all kinds of stories. Guys just falling in the the vat, huge getting heights, mechanical uh, somebody failures. Got, somebody got shit dumped on them and just got evaporated. Yeah, There's no body to recover because yeah. they're just gone. It's like Gollum falling into the vel- vel- they volcano would have, like, at the end. There's like two people die a year. Mm-hmm. And I've been inside that factory. That place is an old shithole. Man, I kind of it's weird. I'm weirdly nostalgic for things like that. Not that I ever worked at one, but like. Having no, so many got, around yeah, in the city this, I grew up in. They've got these yeah. weird smells and all the... Everything's all, the, all rusty. The woods, and... uh, all the wood is exposed. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, they don't take good care of it because they don't give a shit. Yeah. The, they're weird places. Uh, I guess, I think they said the steel mill, uh, looking up the trivia in this film, like something about the steel mill where they filmed in Pittsburgh too, 
like for some reason they couldn't pay the rent there. Hmm. Like I don't know if like the steel mill was completely abandoned or what. So in lieu of like uh, paying money to the, whoever owned the place or whatever, they just donated the the, the Robocop company just donated ten thousand well, dollars to the local food bank. Yeah, the just place like... the place here in Portland had you know had to pay tons of money constantly because they so polluted the ground and everything. Well, that's the other thing too because and like yeah yeah no like the, that that shit will just ruin everything around it for decades on end even yeah. if they stop manufacturing stuff right now like there's like put so much bad shit into the environment the water the air yeah they don't even the soil the, the land's getting sold they don't know if they're gonna really be able to sell it because it, because it's the land, toxic the land it's... just might be fucked up there yeah. i don't know what there's a reason why there. guy gets melted into oatmeal in this movie it's not completely cartoony like so yeah, anyway base, they go, yeah. they're at the same steel mill that he was killed yeah, there. It's I an interesting choice for a hideout. I saw him, like, people parse this as being two different locations. Like, the first place is an empty warehouse, and this is just a steel mill. I'm like, there's obviously no, the, same, the place. same place. Like, yeah. Um, so, they're there. She brought his gun, which I don't know why he didn't have it in his side. I love this bag of stuff. Yeah, because he's got his gun for them. Like, the like mm. some tool to take off his mask, because... I guess it's a little on. damaged from the Ed 209 well, thing, he wants but to I guess he's going to do some earlier, diagnostics. Earlier, they kept doing close-up shots of his one eyeball Well, that's to show his humanity reasserting himself as being attacked by the... It's like a biblical parable, I guess. He's being attacked by the Israelites or whatever. I don't know my Bible. The Bibles. <laughs> Wow, I was staring so vacantly at you when you were you saying were that. Like... I couldn't even hear what you were saying. I can see, like, the fucking... Like, <laughs> Welcome, silence, my old friend was playing in your head mm -hmm. as I was talking. Your head just slowly cocked on the side. Yeah. Just, yeah. Anyway, but she brought his gun, tool to take his helmet off, and some baby food for eating times. Yeah, I feel bad because then he's like, "I'm not hungry." He's yeah. a dick to her in this scene. Yeah, he's a robot. I know, but that's he takes off his helmet. It turns out he's Murphy. What a twist! Oh no, it is a good makeup job because, like I said, they do the whole thing yeah. where they. Make it seem like his, like, the back of his head is, like, like his skin is stretched over the, like, the back of his skull. Yeah. It's a really interesting take on that design. It's not just, like, oh, his face just turns into a part robot in the back, but, like, yeah, it really makes it feel like the inside of his head is actually all robotic and stuff like that. I do like how they slowly reveal, uh, like, when they first show off what his face looks like, uh... It's not directly shown. It's shown through. Uh, uh, Lewis gets a piece of reflective metal, mm, and yeah. it's all twisted. And so you're just seeing his uh, like. It's very like Frankenstein kind of moment where the first moment you actually get to see his face since he's been executed is through this twisted piece of metal, and he's like touching yeah. his face, and so like the music's all like do 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 do, and it's all sad. And it's like I said, he still got the bullet. Yeah, I don't know why he still got the bullet in his forehead from Clarence Boddicker, but he's all fucked up and he's sad. And yeah, then she goes to sleep. Well, he asked what happened to Murphy's wife and son. And oh, she's like, they moved away after the funeral. He's like, I can feel them, but I can't remember them. Judging from the memories we've seen, there's not a lot to remember. There's the most generic ass shit, exactly. He's like, I want to be left alone for a while. Yeah, because so she, she, like, she goes to touch him or something like that. He's like, yeah, leave me alone. Like, fuck you, Murphy. <laughs> I just went out of like, I don't want to have to sleep in a fucking steel mill overnight. Yeah. God damn. I gotta use some steel rods as a pillow later. <laughs> I know, yeah. She like throws a blank. Oh my god. So everybody's out of jail. Yay, the evil gang's back together. I So I guess, well, she did say earlier that like, I guess the police were going on strike at midnight. So I guess now it's past midnight. So everyone in town's freaking out. Like all the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And everybody's, everybody's laughing again. Hurrah, hooray. 
Oh, you mean the hyena man? Yeah, and just all the, the whole gang. They're all just like, rah, rah, oh, yeah. rah, rah. Well, it starts out Emil, the melty oatmeal guy from later. Mm-hmm. He's uh, like watching. He's still watching the shitty, like, yeah. I'll, I'll watch that. I'll, I'll buy that for a I'll dollar. buy that for a dollar thing on a, like, a fucking TV. Like, he's hanging out on the ice cream cream truck and suddenly everyone else pulls up yeah, yeah. and they're they're the the hyena guys stole one of the sex machines or whatever the fuck they're called yeah he got let out of jail and stole a six thousand sucks from the parking yeah, lot sucks whatever yeah sex machine and then uh clarence has big guns now he shoots a car the guy just stole and it blows it up and then one of the other guys wants to try so he shoots it, and then another guy wants to try, and he's like, "Not nah, butthole, get your own." This of all the conversations in this film, for some reason, this is the one that sticks most largely in my memory. Mm. Especially the black guy being like, "Oh, you got some toys? Can we play?" Eh? Mm. And then uh, when they give the one of the guns to Emil, Emil blows up one of the buildings, one of yeah. the shops. I think it's the electronic shop that he was just watching TV, and he's just like, he just shouts, "I like it!" Yeah, <laughs> it just cracks me up. He's evil, so not happy, but he's so ecstatic. He's almost angry about it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Clarence has showed up with a giant fucking like howitzer cannon for each uh, member yeah. of the gang now. They explode shit. They're having a good time. It turns in Grand Theft Auto for two seconds because they are just blowing up cars, buildings, all kinds yeah. of stuff. Clarence has a a locator thing. Yeah. On him oh, this is the other thing. Yeah, Bob. Never explain how Bob Mor or uh, Dick Jones got it because yeah, it's just the Bob company. Mer- he probably got it from the company. It's yeah, what is it? He's he's like in charge of the company. Yeah. Like yeah, it makes sense. He's like he's in a steel mill. Let's go. So they have a protocol in place that stops RoboCop from arresting somebody. They don't have any contingency plan just to shut him down. Yeah, especially since you've already put programming in him that will you supposedly shut him down if he does a thing. Yeah, you have. A, you saw what happened with Ed 209. You don't have a backup plan in case RoboCop goes rogue. Yeah, maybe they can't do it remotely. Maybe if he, maybe if it's on their like <laughs> on their Wi-Fi system, mm. like inside the building, they can shut him down. But also, I love the tracker for yeah. RoboCop because the first time they show it, it's just like the static thing with like 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 oh, a fucking can... LED. Well, yeah, but you can tell it's just like some glow ink drawn on It on looks a like screen. someone took like a Mattel like football light-up game from like 1979. Yeah, probably exactly what they did. Yeah, and like, oh, this is a RoboCop tracking device. And later you see it's like a little bit of animated stuff, but yeah, so uh yeah, the bad guys know exactly where RoboCop is and they head over to the steel mill. RoboCop's looking at some baby food though. He's busy. <laughs> well, no fucking fucking uh Lewis is asleep. Yeah. And she's just sleeping, and then you see, like, the baby food in the in the foreground, and suddenly it explodes. Well, no, it doesn't no. explode, because Robocop's suddenly just using that for target practice, but fucking up. She's, yeah. Lewis, the secret hero of this film, she goes, wake it, and this is terrible. You don't shoot stuff, you don't do target practice while someone's asleep right next to the target that you're shooting at. Well, Robocop, you're a terrible Well, his cop. targeting system's messed up, so she helps him aim. I do like how baby. he says that, like, specifically, my targeting system's a little messed up. Like, it's not a very robotic thing to say, I don't yeah. know. So she helps him aim. Baby food explodes. Hurrah, hooray. And then daylight happens. The baddies are showing up with their big guns and annoying laughs. Mm-hmm. Robocop tells Lewis, you should get out of here. We're partners. Get the car. So Robo- they're walking. Bad guys are walking. One guy's still in the car. Robocop picks up a piece of metal. <laughs> this drives me nuts because Robocop gets, again, gets the drops on the bad guys. Kablam, they're out to kill him. Just shoot them all in the back. Just shoot them all. You're good. Nine shots with a single bullet pulling the trigger. Kill him all right now. Yeah. But no, he has to do this thing where not only does he throw the piece of junk, but then he's like, 
Are you looking for me? Well, he throws a piece of junk. They all spin around because that's how you do and shoot immediately at the sound they heard. Yeah. That's just what you I do when you're crazy. I thought for a moment that he was doing a trick where, like, they'll waste all their ammo shooting the junk in the wall. But no, then he shouts, like, are you looking for me? And then they turn around yeah. and they shoot it and they're, like, only 20 feet away. And they still well, all somehow miss. Looking for me, he then shoots the fuck out of the hyena, man. Oh, that's Yay! okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. So he's but- dead. And then they miss Robocop a bunch with their giant exploding ammunition. This goes on until the end of the film where, like, they're literally 15 feet away, causing 10-foot explosions. They only have, like, a 5-foot margin of error. And they still somehow miss. And and it's also a good thing they all have unlimited ammo turned (laughs) on. They never have to reload or anything like that. Yeah, it really is. They're in god mode in in this point of the movie, but they still fuck up. Robocop scampers away after they shoot him for a bit. I don't and know then, I, any idea how they lose track of him. And then well, the, especially because they do have a tracking device. They yeah. Could, yeah. And then the redhead guy is driving a car. He tries to run Robocop over, who casually steps out of the way. <laughs> that character then, deserves to be angry at the screenwriter. Yeah. Because, like, what and, the... This is, Robocop is defying the laws of his own physics here, yeah. And then he crashes into a giant storage silo of toxic waste. And it really clearly so, Bill, marked toxic waste. Since you grew up in a steel factory mill town, how annoying was it to constantly have to be dodging these giant vats of toxic waste that were all over the place. Because what steel mill doesn't well, have giant vats of toxic waste? Well, we fortunately watched the director's cut, and the moment that the guy drives into the toxic waste, it suddenly cuts to a shot of Mr. Burns saying excellence mm. for no reason, because Mr. Burns owns the steel mill. Yeah. Uh, they're confusing, like, steel mills will pollute? They don't yeah. create radioactive no, they don't create cellular toxic destroying glowing <laughs> Why is there a bad toxic waste in a steel mill? I granted, I mean, if you take a bunch of batteries and melt the guts out, I mean, technically anything, you know, a vat of coke left out in the sun is technically toxic waste. I, I mean, Because it know, will kill you if I you know drink why it. there's a toxic waste thing there. But this is... Verhoeven was like, I want somebody to drive into some fucking toxic waste. I want to do melty shit. It'd be fucking hilarious. I want to see a guy splatter into oatmeal. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's comic book logic. This whole movie's a comic book movie. And I love that he drives into it. And do you even get to see immediately what happens to him? Well, or is it still a little the, bit? all the do- back doors of the truck open. Or the oh, open, yeah. He and he ca- comes spilling out and he's all... <laughs> which is great. Good makeup job. Because, like, his, one half his face is already sloughing yeah, off. His, and... The tips of his fingers are hanging off. Love They're all it. melty. You really get the feeling that his skin is about to slough off of the rest of his body. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, my email is fucked up. Mm-hmm. So Lewis gives Chase in her car uh, with uh, Clarence. She's chasing him. Oh, yeah. Melty Man comes from out from around the corner and scares... <laughs> and he's stumbling well, well, I don't no, know what his plan here is. Well, he, he first he runs into the Italian dude and he's like, Oh, fuck, get the <laughs> fuck away from me! Yeah, the guy just like, get Hull's ass! Don't touch me! That he's is an like, appropriate response. I love this movie. So that guy runs away. Yeah. And then Clarence is driving. And Melty Man steps out in front of a car and he's like... Rrr. And I don't remember what he said, like, Jesus, or, oh, shit, or something like that. And kablam, kabloosh, kabloosh, sploosh, I... he hits Melty Man, and he turns into, well, oatmeal. He turns into, that's kind of, because you think, you think the obvious way to do this is what he would explode into a torrent of blood. Yeah. It's somehow worse that he <laughs> just dissolves into just the, 
it's not even flesh and blood. It's just wet oatmeal. Yeah. He has so quickly been corrupted by this toxic waste that there's there's not even any bones left in his body. Yeah. He just kind of like, oh, he's just it really, reminds, it's just... It reminds me of a drawing. I don't remember. Oh, my God. I saw it years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. It was a zombie thing. And it was somebody... Like trying to fight away the zombie, but it was more of an actual zombie who was rotting. Oh yeah, like what it would actually be. So his hands just going through all the soft tissue and stuff. And I was like, Oh, oh yeah, that's 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 that's, that's, more that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. But, rather than being a super, and that's human, what happens to this guy. He just turns into a bunch of goo. The guy would have been dead in thirty through. seconds anyway, because he yeah. presumably would have just melted. But yeah. like, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, I do love the Boddicker's like, ah, oh, fuck, and that like, I guess that's interference enough. He like drives off. He like crashes the car. He, yeah, like, he crashes a car into, into a like into pit. like a scum pond. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Lu- flips the car. Lewis chases him, stops at the top, gets out of her car, and since all the police officers are terrible in this, doesn't stand behind. Don't say anything bad about does, Lewis. Doesn't hang out behind her car no, door. No, she just gets out the just passenger gets out side. And is like, what happened? No protection for me. Would you mind shooting me some? Her so arms he are literally like wide open. Doesn't have her pistol drawn <laughs> yeah. or anything. So yeah. he gets out of the car and kablam, poo, 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 shoots her a bunch like, of times. Like empties her his fucking gun into her, and she yeah she falls down the the the, the hillside into the into the salvage pond or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But then Robocop shows up, and <laughs> yeah, Robocop yeah slowly kind of wa- I don't know what he's been doing for the last five minutes. I guess yeah. he was being chased a little bit by the guy in the Italian suits. But so like... Robocop's like, ha ha, I found you, Clarence. And Clarence sees the Italian man going along some catwalks up top. And he's like, oh, guess you gotta arrest me now. Yeah. Well, Robocop doesn't give away the fact that he's got the other guy up there. Yeah. He's, he's gonna get into the crane that has so, all this junk. Yeah. So he's, Robocop's like, shit, baby, I ain't arresting you no more. I'm gonna kill the fuck out of you. I know, like, Clarence goes for a moment like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, let's talk this over. <laughs> oh, no. So I think then I crossed Robocop the line here. slowly walks forward, See, rather yeah, than just shooting very- this guy right now. <laughs> exactly, you got the so while that's happening the last stooge gets in the crane controls and i guess turns on the world's quietest crane yeah very slowly that, that maneuvers still, in front of robocop that still runs at this decimated factory they would have unhooked the battery or taken the gas out or something something yeah but it's or at least start, it would be very creaky and all kind of, yeah. yeah and uh Puts a bunch of metal over top of Robocop, dumps it, opens the claw, and all falls. A bunch of uh, eye beams and shit fall on top of Robocop. And the it's actually like, really good because ah, I got him. But then Lewis shoots one of the big guns that yeah, Clarence dropped. And I guess ex- Clarence's gun is like, falling. I got him. Yeah. Kaboosh! He explodes. Uh, the 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 whatever like Robocop dummy they used for like getting the junk dropped on him. It's literally only like seven frames long, but it looks really good. <laughs> like it's yeah. they actually had like a full size Robocop dummy get like actual garbage dropped on top of him. It looks really terribly yeah. robocop does look like he has got to be fucking if not dead pretty close to it by now yeah so clarence comes over and starts slapping murphy with a steel rod yeah and he then stabs him in the chest with the steel rod i do like how robocop guess... kind of deflects the blows but then yeah like he stabs him through the I heart i guess a robot body that can stop bullets to fly through the air at hundreds of miles an hour is just weak against a simple steel rod no, driven, you didn't see... driven by a middle-aged drug dealer yeah um, if, if you, like, if you see this movie a bunch of times, you will see, like, uh, pretty much after he leaves the OC build, OCP building, he does have, like, giant hole yeah, in his armor his over right his heart. Yeah, on his right side. He gets stabbed on the left side. No, he gets stabbed on the right side. No, he gets stabbed on the left side. I'm pretty sure he gets stabbed on the left side. I'm pretty sure he gets stabbed on the left side. Because, like, they're supposed 
maybe you might be right. But my memory is that, like, there is the big hole in his right side that he... Because that's where his heart is. And that's, like, he's being driven through the heart. And that's the whole, you know... Blah, 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 blah. Well, according... Or, he has the hole on his right, left side. Right, he has and... a hole. I mean, it's not no, very clear. He gets stabbed on that side. Yeah, that's his right side. Wait. That's his left side. <laughs> oh, that's, but that's where his heart is, though. But that's where he's yeah, also... But the, no, hole the hole there. is on the other side. Oh, okay, so we're right. Okay, so we... Oh, yeah. Whatever, he gets stabbed. But he gets stabbed, yeah. <laughs> there actually, technically, there's enough holes in his armor. He could get stabbed in a whole bunch of different places, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but he stabs him, and he's like, oh, no! He does do good reaction of like, oh, it hurts so much! Yeah. But then RoboCop gets out his data transfer thing and... Well, and data... no, Clarence Barker, like, instead of just, like, killing him, he has to, like, he slides down the pole and is, like, gets really up in his face, like, Sayonara, RoboCop, which is the most 80s way to tell yeah. I'm gonna kill you, like, Sayonara. So then RoboCop data transfers Clarence's neck. Which is... I thought as a kid was actually kind of a clever, because they set up the data spike once or twice early in the film, and now yeah. it's being used as... I guess it justifies why the data spike is a giant That's the spike. sole reason that data spike is a why giant. Why is a 16-inch long blade? Yeah. And not just... Yeah. Uh, you know, my favorite scene in The Force Awakens is when uh, R2-D2 stabs someone to death with his little fucking yeah. like, computer retractor So I'm like, guessing thing. this little bit here is one of the scenes that got taken out because the film grain gets really grainy. In one or two shots, it's like totally they found like the footage on the like the, literally the cutter room floor and put it back in the film, yeah. yeah. So then, uh, yeah, this is yeah. Robocop is like Lewis, and she's like Murphy. I'm a mess, and he says they'll fix you. They fix everything. I, as a kid, I always wondered if they were setting up like a Robocop Frankenstein to lady thing. Robocop. Why, especially the line they fix everything, and they could be kind of you never know. She is. I mean, she's not shot up. She as doesn't bad have as a data was, spike. But... She's got a reverse data spike. If you know what I'm saying. Oh no. They make data babies. It's also in her fist. I love the idea that she would come back as like Miss Robocop. She's Robocop with a bow in her hair. Yep, exactly. <laughs> she makes the Miss Pac-Man theme whenever she walks. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so Ro yeah. Robocop rolls up to the OCP building. I always forget there's some stuff after that. Yeah, after, like, they're having a board cuts. meeting upstairs. There's yeah. an Ed 209 protecting the lobby, and Ed 209 is like, "Move your car. You have 20 seconds to comply." And it is interesting that. Robo well, it's funny. Ed two hundred nine's answer to everything is murder. Well, I love the fact that Ed two hundred nine has been devoted demoted to being a parking cop. Yeah. So, uh, but then on top of that, he's still just gonna murder anyone well, who yeah. breaks the law. So Robocop pulls out his big fucking gun and blows it up. It's pretty awesome. It, and I love when he shoots Ed two hundred nine. It's just fireworks. It's not like yeah. a big like military explosion. It's just pew like black cats going off and like yeah. whirly giggers and stuff yeah so dick jones is giving a speech about how ed 209s are the future but then robocop comes in and old man's like how can we help you officer and robocop's well like well my brought my uh my program won't let me go against anybody who works here but check out i'm gonna arrest that guy he does and, what he should have done half an hour earlier yeah. in the film and is the show old, everyone the old man is like these are pretty serious accusations do you have any proof and then kablam kabloomers he shows video of dick saying i killed bob like you shouldn't and have he repeating, hey, bob, I killed bob. You, bob you shouldn't have said that so that makes dick very mad so he does the only logical thing he grabs, and grabs the ceremonial death. Grabs, grabs the gun that's been sitting in this room for the last year. Months later, yeah. And puts some ammo in it and holds the old man fucking hostage because 
Yes. I don't know what he's... I mean, granted, he's just working on instinct. And he's like, I want a chopper. I want all this and that. And old man says, Dick, you're fired! And Robocop says, thank you. And he shoots him because he can, he can do that now because he Yay! doesn't work for the company. So he gets launched out the window, turns into a clay man with way too long arms, and Kurt he dead. I was watching the special effect feature out on the Blu-ray about this. And the guy, it's it's a recently shot piece of footage where the guy is showing off the clay mold that he used to make the puppet for Dick Jones when he's falling out the window. And it mm. actually was like a big puppet. It was like a four foot tall puppet or something mm. like that. And you can even see, like, in the mold that he used for the puppet, the arms are way, like, did no one ever tell me, like, he's got these big long <laughs> spider arms. <laughs> and, like, it's like, it's like, Because um, there's the puppet's not that bad, but the arms are just like, what are you it's doing, It's like man? Beetlejuice when he makes his arms into those <laughs> long ass sledgehammers. Yeah, and, like, right away, he, yeah, he has a little Jack Skellington hat yeah. on and everything like that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate the last special effect of the film is probably the worst one where, yeah, yeah just because the arms, and not it, because this, anything else. This makes the black man who was friends with Bob very happy. Yeah, the one He gives Robocop like... a thumbs up. <laughs> well, this movie's such a cartoon comic book, it's great, yeah. Robocop does his gun twirl, starts to walk away. And the old man says, nice shooting, son. What's your name? Murphy. The end. Robo- I, I love that. It. just like, it's not even the actual Robocop logo. It just says Robocop, like, in sans, like, you know, fucking, uh, whatever, Helvetica font. And it just starts the credit. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. And that's, that's. That's Robocop. That is Robocop. Um, which hey. is the- So I was very, I have all, since we started doing this, Robocop's been on my list. I've always Meant to see it. But for this podcast, I've seen so many movies, and you have too, that were like, everybody says this thing's good, but in hindsight, watching it later in life, yeah. when you're like past your, the prime of watching it, you're always like, I think nostalgia colors a lot of why people love this thing. Yeah. And I, I do think that to some regards that nostalgia does color this movie for well, some, a lot of people. really going to stand up as well as, yeah. yeah. But it, it was it was a good movie. I'll I'll start by saying okay, that. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't as bombastic as I was hoping for. It wasn't like Running Man bombastic, and it wasn't like it wasn't like um uh uh. His, Damn, that's a shame you've seen Running. We probably had this conversation before. Yeah. Running Man is so great. Yeah, like, and it wasn't like uh uh his next movie um a Total Recall. Total yeah. Recall bombastic, like. Those are really fucking bombastic, silly movies that are the are the eighties. Yeah, and, but this, I wonder if I, I kind like, of opened the door towards more bombastic like, stuff like that. Because like even the Running Man almost seems to I, be like a response to this yeah, movie. Like, I know they they trimmed down the first hour, half hour as much as they really could because he he turns into Robocop about half an hour in. Yeah, but I do feel like I would have liked more. Robocop kicking ass and taking names montage. Like, he only stops like three, four crimes at the most. Yeah, he's. And I would have liked to see him being like patrolling the streets a bit more and causing more squibs to happen. Yeah. I don't know what you cut out of the first half hour, though. I don't think you can. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because this is a relatively lean movie in terms of the plot and everything like that. Although it's a relatively short movie, it's barely 90 minutes long, so I guess maybe they could have dropped in like an extra 15, 20 minutes of just like Robocop doing stuff. Yeah. Um, or at least think there had there could have been a little bit more of a plot, like justifying why you would suddenly have like Robocop the, like the, showing the him Paul doing Verhoeven stuff. The Paul Verhoeven parts where special <clears throat> effects happen are yeah. really fun to watch. Like the last little bit, as soon as the guy crashes into the toxic tank yeah. and turns into the toxic Aven- Avenger, <laughs> it really does. It, yeah. 
that's when the movie gets really kind of fun, and I I really enjoyed watching it. Up until that point, I was like, eh, this is fine enough. Yeah. Like, it starts with that guy getting squibbed. That's the thing. This movie so the, is so the, held up by just a couple of when, moments when like that. When Mr. Kenny yeah. gets squibbed, and from, like, a couple, a little bit in between there, like, uh, the guy getting shot in the legs, is that's a neat practical effect. But up until pretty much the toxic... There's nothing really? really super exciting happens in between there, and yeah. I feel like it could have used well, some more in between Even the two there. big action scenes in the film, that the, the big, big action scenes, uh, that are like the, the, the Coke headquarters shootout and mm. the cops fighting RoboCop. Yeah. Uh, because RoboCop is so stiff and can't really fight, they, they're not really the big action scenes that they normally would be in a normal film. Yeah. And I like think those... I, I think, think ideally, on paper, those were supposed what, to hold up the film more. You know what would have been a good... But, I think a, a nice scene would have been... Seen RoboCop work around with the cops because the cops really don't have any reason to like RoboCop. You don't understand think, the relationship between RoboCop like and the cops at all. A really, raid it's just of yeah. like a giant drug building or something with yeah. RoboCop leading the charge and other cops working around him would have been a good scene to have or and, something. And yeah. You could have had squibs everywhere and and good guys dying and and RoboCop like yeah. kicking ass. You could have had an action scene where people actually do like the protagonists aren't just like walking like a robot. Like just like, in, yeah. something in between those like. I mean, you get the dick shooting scene, but that's that's over well, in a, it's two minutes. Funny that you you call out like pretty much the three most famous bits in the movie are like the the guy the the guy getting shot by a two and at the beginning, melty guy at the end, and kind of the like five minute montage of RoboCop doing stuff in the middle. Yeah, and those are the most famous parts of the film. And yeah, yeah even you're pointing out like there's not aside from those three bits. Uh, yeah, it's funny because the movie acts on a three act structure, and it's funny that each of those bits is like you know there's three big moments in the film, yeah. like like almost like is almost like held up like a circus tent, but like yeah, but in in between those stretches, the movie's way quieter than you would think. Yeah, because yeah, the I can totally see what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm, it's a good the mo- reputation of RoboCop doesn't quite live up to what it actually yeah, is. Yeah, it's it's a good enough movie, and I think if I had seen it when I was like 13, it would probably be well, one of my thing, favorite yeah. movies. And before you've seen stuff like Total Recall yeah. and Running Man, I think it and would other be stuff, one, yeah. one of my favorite like cheesy movies. But as it is, it's good. But I I, I as good I, as it I, can I think be, probably it's the I would type imagine, of movie yeah. that like I wouldn't put on and watch. I would just go on YouTube and watch the the special effect exactly. clips. Uh, I thought maybe the Running Man came out after this, inspired partially by this, because there's something about the satirical nature of the Running Man that feels like RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Actually, came out the same year, so oh, okay. I guess that was. Great, I I, I can a... almost see uh, Schwarzenegger seeing uh, RoboCop and saying, "I want that kind of film. I want to do satire." Mm. Blah blah blah. But it's funny that he just happened to be making a similar kind of similarly toned film at the same time. Yeah. Oh, okay, glad that you know. Yeah wasn't a big disappointment or anything like no. that but yeah no it's reputation and everything like that was never gonna live up to but i'm glad you're pretty much on the same it sounds like if you had grown up with the film like everyone else you'd probably be on the same yeah. like as most everyone else not to say you have to be part of like the hive mind or anything like that yeah. but um a few more likable characters would have been good too yeah and like robocop's such a blank slate uh officer lewis is 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 nice but she's just shows but, up so sporadically so, and she's yeah seeing this now what uh, what else has he been in besides Peter Weller? It's RoboCop and Buckaroo Banzai. That yeah, he's known because for. he's he's uh, he's a blank in Buckaroo Banzai as well. Yeah, he's basically a blank slate. Yeah. So is this is this he him? Is this up... Peter Weller? Is this how he acts? Like yeah, almost like weirdly blank, like autistically. Yeah. Well, he's also shown up. He was the bad guy in. Uh, the second J.J. Abrams Star Trek film. Mm-hmm. And even then, he was just like... Well, he was a little more gung-ho because he was a militaristic... He was kind of like Dick Jones of that movie. Okay. But even then, he was still like... 
on Peter Weller, but now I'm just a slightly agitated version of Peter Peter Weller. But we still mm. like, ugh. very. He like, called people son a whole bunch. Stoic to a to a Sto- fault. Yeah, to a point to point to the point of blandness. Yeah, and uh, he was actually a bad guy on a two part episode of uh, Star Trek Enterprise too, and he was a xenophobic pro human kind of like space Donald Trump. Mm. But even then, he was like, I'm Peter Weller. I hate aliens. Mm. Go human, but yeah, his acting was pretty much exactly the same. I mean, it's good casting for RoboCop. Yeah, well, they originally the producers wanted to get Arnold Schwarzenegger because like he's a big action star, yeah. and they want like RoboCop to be this big guy. And uh, Rob Botton and Paul Verhoeven would be like, you know, there's no way we have to find a skinny guy to be RoboCop because if you want like RoboCop to be have the same physique as Arnold Schwarzenegger, that's going to be taken up by the suit. You can't yeah. take Schwarzenegger and put him in a RoboCop suit because he's not just going to be able to move. Yeah. He's gonna be like the little Plus brother in a Christmas a body, story. Getting a bodybuilder and then coming up, covering up the whole body. Oh, that that's stupid too. Even if he could get the suit to work, it's good. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and so they specifically went out of their way to try to find uh, kind of a blank faced skinny dude. And I guess uh, Peter Weller knew a lot of like not martial arts, but he had taken a lot of like motion movement classes. Yeah, and he does dance some good stuff robot like that. movies. Movements. Um, and so. And I guess he is good, like, <laughs> funny, because Peter Weller's performance is so blank and bland, it totally fits his blank and bland family story. Like, his, yeah. like, yeah, he, uh, yeah. And I was, I was expecting, like, a home life. But yeah, no. But no. It really is the, the yeah, the fucking, the, the framed family, framed photo family, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess they were also looking at Michael Ironsides. Yeah. Which that, that would have been interesting, but he was too big for the, what they were planning to do with the suit, too. Yeah. Um... And uh, really, the only other big thing, other than uh, the, 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 this film, the genesis, genesis of it was, uh, there were two screenwriters, one of them who wanted to do a, inspired by Blade Runner, he wanted to do a, a, st- a story that takes place in a Blade Runner future about essentially taking Blade Runner and flip-flopping it, where it's a robot cop chasing human criminals, mm-hmm. and his writing partner had come up with the idea for a movie called Super Cop? Which was going to be about a cop who gets blown away by bad guys, but then, like, gets fitted with a device that gives them superpowers. Mm. And they were like, well, why don't we just have him turn into a robot cop? Because I had the idea for the RoboCop, and instead of him getting superpowers, he just became, like, yeah. And so, it sounds really derivative, but their screenplay turned out really good. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, the big thing is, from the Blu-ray on the deleted scenes... Uh, there was one last news interstitial about how OCP gave in to the cops' demands and avoided the police strike. I guess it's supposed to be how their film originally ended. Mm. And uh, also, uh, part of the news report was showing Nancy Allen recuperating in the hospital uh, with a little bit at the end with the newscasters being like, and that's why we should all be thankful for cops. Mm. And then that's how the movie was supposed to end. But mm. I guess they cut that out. Yeah, I think this ending's better. Um, which is funny because, like, even watching this now, one of my notes before I saw the deleted scenes, I was like, "Well, aside from Bob Morton and Dick Jones, their robot projects wiping each other out in this movie, nothing in the larger world gets fixed." Yeah. Because if you don't see those deleted scenes, it's still the cops are on strike. OCP still controls everything. Yeah. Like, OCP can't build that building anymore because Mr. Kenny crushed it, the model when he died. That's true, and they're going to use a ray machine to make that model bigger. Yeah. And that was going to be the city. Sad. No. <laughs> now we have to. They're going to have to go down to the hobby shop and get two dollars and thirty-five cents of balsa wood and foam mm-hmm. to bring. Um. But yeah, I'm glad RoboCop. Let didn't drive yourself crazy, or this is like super disappointing, right? It wasn't. Like uh, yeah, it wasn't super fun. And I was hoping it would be super fun, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I when I, so oftentimes when I say it, it's fine, it's very that means it's like meh, but it was it was better than meh. Yeah. So yeah, RoboCop. 
glad I watched it. I had a good time rewatching it too. Yeah. So just uh, which is funny because like I said I'd watch it a couple times on cable, so it was funny seeing like the edited version yeah. that could be shown on, like Sunday afternoon at like it's three. It's too bad they didn't do the Jackie Chan thing when the Toxic Avenger got ran over where they. They film it once, but then they show it from 20 different angles. You know, it's funny, because I don't think Paul Verhoeven does that. Like, even when there's a big explosion, he doesn't do the thing where they're going to, yeah, show it from, like, 15 yeah. different angles and keep on replaying the thing over and over Because that would have been fun. Because even, like, any other director with, like, the, the, the gas station explosion this, that would have been, they would have turned that into 30 seconds of, yeah. and here it's just one big shot and it's over. But, um, so what are we doing next? Well, next, when... Is that we, your stomach? Yes, yes. Oh, no, oh, you're no. hungry for episode I'm so hungry 100. for episode 100. I could what eat it doing? right now. Oh, we actually, uh, uh, Daniel made this decision for us for first our podcast because we've been trying to come up with ideas for what to do for a 100th episode for like a month or two now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to keep it simple. We are going to, since you don't have, really have, well, you don't, it's not you don't really have, you don't have Boy Howdy anymore. Yeah. Maybe people would, are interested in us in general, so we're going to talk about what... We're, we'll talk about tardies, like what our favorite things, least favorite things, most surprising things, all that stuff has been. Hell, man, and yeah. We're also going to talk about like what we actually like and have seen. Mm-hmm. There'll be some crossover, like Baron Munchausen, we both enjoy and have yeah. seen. We'll talk about... We'll just... We yeah, talk about, about our, our media the intake stuff. over the years and all yeah. that, and maybe some stuff we have on our lists. It's going to be like a retrospective special a little bit, kind with of. an eye towards the future a little bit, too. Yeah, we'll talk about bit. stuff in the future. And also, if uh, and any also listeners that have way, feedback or anything like that, his Also, stuff. that way, we don't have to do anything. <laughs> Well, my Aside from make plan, up some little lists. Yeah, my original plan was uh, I want to do one of my big summer projects is I want to do some Gundam. Yeah. And there's a three-hour War in the Pocket miniseries that I want to watch. Uh, that originally I was thought uh, talking about doing that for a hundredth episode. Um, I, but... I think I would have I I would have been like I don't know if that's special enough for a hundred. Yeah, because it's a little random. But I I would have yeah. chosen just because it's a TV series yeah. and animate, which is something we haven't done before. But. Also, Summer Games Done Quick is this week. Yeah, and that's going to take up all of Bill's time. <laughs> I mean, Grant, we're going to have to do some research and like, like drop a list yeah. of our favorites. And we're gonna have to, there's going to be some prep work, but at least now we don't have to watch three hours or something on top. I yeah. <laughs> like this. Is, we're supposed to give ourselves a week vacation Hell for this yeah. episode. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be back in a week. And yeah, like I said, if the listeners have any feedback or have any memories of like special episodes they liked or anything, like hit us, if you hit us back in the next uh, five days after this episode goes live, because like we'll probably be recording within a week after... Anywhere from five to seven days after this goes live on Wednesday. Yeah, um, yeah hit us up if you have any. What's the, what's the dumb thing Bill said that made you the maddest? Oh, <laughs> uh, which, yeah, which projects have you agreed with us or uh, disagreed with us the most mm. in terms of our opinions or what stuff? Every project I've done, people have disagreed with. <laughs> You're a picky motherfucker. My opinion is always wrong. Uh, yeah, again, if you have uh, suggestions for stuff we could cover in the future, I still, we still need to do the Mikado we've and the Magic Flute. We've got We've got enough for another hundred. I can't believe we this. haven't really even ventured into books or video games yet. I know. Again, that's yeah. That's that's. I love that they just announced the Super Nintendo Classic, and it's got two of the first things we did. Well, two of the big things I've done on here. It's the Yoshi's Island and Final Fantasy three. Mm-hmm. And Final Fantasy three was so good. It's that true. was that's the great thing seeing people freak out about. That's one of the nice things about having done this podcast is I see people get so excited because just even those two games alone are coming out in the Super Nintendo Classic. Which no one's going to be able to get their hands on. Yeah. But just the news about it, I was like, yeah, I've played those for this podcast. And that's so I could be just, I could understand why so many people are excited about that. Yeah. So next time it's the big one, zero, zero. 100. 100. Halfway to 200. We got to do something special. Yeah. 
Oh my god. We oh can't man. we can't just do another retrospective. That one we're gonna have to like go to Six Flags. Yay! We're like oh, we're gonna talk about roller coasters we've never been on or yeah. anything like that before. Maybe drugs we've never tried. Oh hey. <laughs> Drinks that we've all never... of them in my case. I know exactly. Yeah. Morph not morphine. Opium's good. Mm. Is opium legal yet? No. No. Unless it's prescribed. Oh no. Opioid. Wait. Oh opioids, but not like. Can't kick the gong no, around. Yeah, legally. no, no. They don't. I don't think they have like opium pits anymore where Sherlock yeah. Holmes going in. That's a damn shame because that stuff was tasty. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> not tasty. Makes you go, hey, how you doing? That opium addict over there is muttering <laughs> on Twitter. I did it once and it was beautiful. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. We're Tardy Podcast on Twitter. TardyPodcast.com yeah. is where you can find all our episodes. And someday, what places give you free stuff for your birthday? Can we show up and, like, we're, we're about to do our 100th episode of our podcast. Do we get free? <laughs> Go roll up to Basket Robbins and, like, I'm pretty get sure a free every, cone? I'm sh- pretty sure you get free eye rolls. That's about so we it. We'll get that, definitely, yeah. Anyway, yeah. you're anyway, trying to do the, yeah. That was Rome Cup. Next time, it's the big hundo. Yeah. We'll Catch all episodes. Yep. Yeah. You're gonna, if you think we go off on tangents this week... Next week gonna be real bad. To be fair, if we had actually this episode would have been perfect length if we just cut out the half hour tangents we started yeah. off with. Oh, but yeah, I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening to yeah, us thanks, ever. Thanks if if you've listened to any episodes before this one. Thanks if you're just listening to this one. Thanks. Yeah. If you're gonna listen to the next one, thanks. thank you. Always, 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 always yeah. and forever. Is there anything that RoboCop says in this movie that we could lead out with? I can't think of a. He never tells anyone like drink your Ovaltine or anything like that. Drink your Ovaltine. Maybe in RoboCop two or three, he's like, oh, that's what he does. That's mm. also one of my favorite things when uh, he goes to and during one of the news reports, he goes to like an elementary school, mm. and the kids are like, yeah, RoboCop, and he's just like weirdly like not interacting with everybody. Yeah. And the news guy is like. Do you have any advice for the children watching at home? And he's just like, stay out of trouble. Yeah. And he's not hes not game for the situation at all. Mm-hmm. So this is me just telling everyone, stay out of trouble. Hey, it's man. hard to do. You can't do a robocop impersonation without sounding like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because he just sounds like Peter Weller, but he's got a processed robot voice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think RoboCop would ever date the robot from Rocky IV? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and that hilarious joke... You feel like who would be? Oh, no. oh, we gotta do a dating game next week for Robocop. Like, who would he be his best robot pop? Like, fix? RC from Transformers? Because at least she's anthropomorphic. Did you see Glow on Netflix yet? There's a drug dealing robot on there that he could date. And that's one Bill, I have to urinate so bad. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Again, I can hear your, your brain tuning out while I'm talking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Index, tell next time. Keep all this whole of pop culture. Goodbye, everybody. So uh, stay out of trouble, guys. Robocop, what is he? Robocop, where does he come from? Nuke him. Get them before they get you.